Again, doing weird news, and we'll be talking about Area 51 after we've done the weird news. That'll be the, the episode out. Yep, we've had some ratings. Does anyone want to read a rating? A review, a review, a rating, a recommendation. Um, well, okay, they've been very kind, haven't they? They have. Michael Wren says, I like to unwind at the end of the day listening to the show, and I am ready for the new episode each week. And I've gone back to the beginning and started listening to the earlier casts. Thank you very much, Michael. Derek Van Meter recommends us and says it's one of his favourite podcasts and we're awesome. Thank you, Derek. Thanks. Lucas Tudy says, so, so funny. I listen at work and it makes my day go quick. I love how real and raw it is. Chris Wren says, the guys make me laugh in a world that seems to have lost its sense of humour. So, yeah, if you want to leave us a nice rating or review, please do. Indeed. We'd appreciate it. It would help our fragile psychological makeup. Definitely our egos. <laughs> Let's uh, say thank you to some new and returning listeners. So we've got the top countries, Mike. We've had some listens. Benton and AR, America. Flint, Michigan. Wow. Things must be shit. Brighton. Asbestos, Canada. Ooh, wow. What a name. <laughs> um, Abu Kabir in Egypt. Katowice in Poland. Tallahassee, Florida. What's that fucking zombie movie with Tallahassee in? Is it Zombieland? Zombieland, yeah. yes. Great character. Mount Kiera in Australia. Alexandria in Egypt. Annadale in Australia. Bangalore in India. Madrid, Spain. Prospect, Australia. Ooh, New Plymouth, New Zealand. Fulham. It's not as exciting. Thank you, nonetheless. Santiago, Chile. Possibly my favourite one, I think, of the week is uh, Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia. Fuck me. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. It is. That must have been an accidental listen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he listened to an entire episode. He or she listened to an entire episode. Clicked on it by mistake. <laughs> uh, so let's start some weird news then. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. What's up first? Right, I'll go for this one. From the sun. <laughs> oh dear. Nigerians ordering pizza from London and using British Airways to make a 4,000 mile delivery. What? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, me too. There is a video when it comes on. I don't understand how that works. How would you order a pizza in London and have it flown on British Airways to Nigeria? Yeah. It's going to be cold. There are also Nigerians who rather have the imported item. If it is not imported, it is not right. It shows status. It shows, you know, a class that they only eat imported this, imported that. <laughs> imported and when you pizza. Things, the furor is, is uh, as terrible as the fire of hell. They are angry with you. Why are you interfering with their, what they are used to? Do you know, sir, there are Nigerians who use their cell phones to import pizza from London? Buy in London, they bring it on British Airways in the morning to pick up at the airport. Pizza. 
as ridiculous as it is. Yep, I've got to agree with him there. Yeah, I don't see why not. Fuck it, why not? So, if you can afford it, what the hell? Are they doing this just to show that they can, or do they really, really like Domino's? It's a status symbol yeah. to, to import food. Is it there are closer Domino's than London? You'd think so, wouldn't you? I mean, I mean I'm pretty sure they have Domino's in like Italy, parts of Europe. Do they? I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe because some other pizza company. There are other pizza companies that are available. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to put that out, actually. But that's, I mean, I've eaten pizza the morning after. Well, yeah, so everyone's done that. that. Nice cold pizza the day oh, after. you nuke it after. Oh, no, I, I'll eat it cold like a real scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been dipping for pizza. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> but this, it's going to, how many, how long? with Brexit. <laughs> 4,000 miles, how long does it take to fly to Nigeria? I'm going to guess it's Ooh, six hours. Yeah, well, it's like, it's, yeah, it's got to be, I mean, it's two and a half hours to the Canary Islands, isn't it? So maybe it's eight hours, maybe it's ten hours. That pizza, what I'm saying is, it's not going to be in tip-top condition. It's not going to be... That, that yeah. box would have just melted through with all the fat. Do they just nuke it the other end ten days later yeah. after it was cooked? Oh. How is it a status symbol to eat shitty, mouldy old pizza? <laughs> You're doing it wrong, Nigerian rich people. I just, I just had this vision of all the pizza boxes stacked up on a seat with a seatbelt across it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to get stuck in the middle aisle between two sets of pizza. Oh, you'd never get oh. it. just see the anchovies on it. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. Well, I think this whole thing is ridiculous. I'm not sure I quite understand what's going on, to be honest. No, I don't understand it. I don't even understand the logic behind it. I think it's just that they can. Uh, so they do. Mm. Fair enough. I suppose if I really, really liked something that they only made in Nigeria and I was really rich, it might cross my mind to like, hey, fly me over some of that. Nigerian, a Nigerian Big Mac. <laughs> Most of the population are probably starving and they're importing pizzas from London. Uh, well, <laughs> that's the world we live in, yep. isn't it? Yeah. The tale of two halves. So it is. Oh well, moving on. Thank God we're the elites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, more Yuri Geller news. Oh. Got a Yuri Geller update for you. I'll let you go for Yuri. He's back again, is he? He's back. He's your mate Yuri. Oh, what a twat. Anyway, you know that in the House of Parliament, this House of Commons this week, there was a, a pipe burst in the ceiling they had to abandon the Brexit debate. Right. Oh, Yuri's claiming that. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's like fucking ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> he is, Something happens, yes, mate. Hey, that was us, yeah, we did that. We can't do all the bums. Yeah, that was us. Well, Yuri Geller claims he flooded the House of Commons using his telepathic powers. For f- No, you didn't, Yuri. <laughs> It's an interesting here they, they describe him as an illusionist rather than a psychic. I like that. Uh, mm. He has claimed he caused the flooding in Parliament which saw the Houses of Commons shut down for the day. Did he fuck? MPs are forced to end proceedings early on Thursday after torrents of water began pouring through the ceiling. And Yuri Geller tweeted saying, uh, Yes, I did it at House of Commons. Apparently he's famous for bending spoons and <laughs> lying a lot. <laughs> I suppose if you could bend spoons you can manipulate metal so in theory you could cause a burst pipe could yeah but he's not like me well he might be <laughs> I need more convincing than some spoons if he's like me too if he is I'm fed up with this cunt yeah <laughs> you so know, let the democratic process unfold he bent the pipes and I won't apologise you all deserve it hashtag Brexit well uh, maybe he's just trolling us all and he's having a laugh <laughs> I think so I don't actually I think he <laughs> genuinely he believes, believes he's a CIA proved human weapon 
I don't think he's a human weapon. He's the first Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri Geller, the first Avenger. <laughs> with his helmet with red spoons on it. Yeah. <laughs> in, in 20 years' time, that'll be the next Marvel film. And they re redo the Avengers. Yuri Geller will be on it. That'd be going, awful. I'm going to spoon you. <laughs> <laughs> And burst your pipes. <laughs> Someone tweeted in reply, Cool, if you're doing plumbing now, can you have a psychic gander under my bath? I think there's a leak. I don't want to put the floorboards to check. <laughs> uh, Do you reckon he's ever put a spoon up his arse? And then bent it? <laughs> well, no, because he's going to rub the spoon room like, first. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm trying to make it bend up like that until I reach his G spot. <laughs> It's a dessert spoon as well with an head on it like that. <laughs> That's your first Avenger. That's our superhero. Oh, Yuri. If aliens invade, I want to see Yuri Geller on the front line. Because <laughs> he's, he's an Avenger. He should be out there. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> someone tweeted, uh, give me the confidence of Yuri Geller claiming he mentally bent pipes in the House of Commons for unspecified reasons. <laughs> um, oh, man. That's great. What a guy. He's just, you know, destroying British democracy uh, one telepathic claim at a time. Super villain. In a hundred years' time, this will be the page of the textbook teachers turn to when children ask why we burn an effigy of Yuri Geller every year. <laughs> <laughs> the world's first super villain. Oh. Well, Tell fuck you, Yuri Geller. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a patron saint of the show. He's trying to be, I think. He's nowhere near as respectable as David Icke or Alex Jones. That's why he's coming out. That's why he's featuring Weird Newsome, which I think he's doing deliberately to get on the show. He's desperately trying to stay relevant, isn't he? <laughs> well, there is that. And Brexit's really upsetting him. Yep. Yeah, you wouldn't think it would be, though, because he doesn't live in the country. Well, it's triggered his psych psychic sort of... He's having a bit of a breakdown... <laughs> I think he started having that breakdown a long time ago. He's having a rather public but, breakdown. What he did cause me to do this week, Yuri Geller, was go onto YouTube and look at um, James Randi taking him down on the American talk shows. Oh, that's always fun, Paul. That's always good. Oh, does he get. Oh, he destroys Randi just destroys him every single time, and they're not friends now. Because he's a charlatan. Well, exactly. I hate to break it to you, but he, he hasn't really got powers. Oh, man. I'm willing to state my reputation as a broadcast journalist. <laughs> On that, on that statement. Well, yeah. I would join you on that. Yeah. But I just like seeing him get destroyed on television. I'm off the fence. Why does no one ever come out and say, oh, "Shut up, you're, you can't bend spoons, mate"? Well, they well, do, obviously. Yeah, people, <laughs> people, people just yeah, but no one does it anymore. He's like people just don't pay him any mind. He's like he's like one of them people. The old senile and the friggin' nursing yeah. home, and he... The end is nigh. <laughs> you know, with the sandwich board on, you just walk past, don't you? Don't you? You don't engage. No, that's true. Like the religious man offering leaflets out in the high street. Yeah, you don't engage those people. People collecting for charity, the way you just sort of duck them. He's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I always turn my, uh, I always have to make sure my headphones are in when um, I go past them. Well, you know, they're people too, but fuck them. That's what I say. Chuggers. Charities, though. Yeah, chuggers. Charity muggers. Yeah, that's true enough. <laughs> I saw it to Jimmy Carr and he, was like, he says, some people call them, he's talking about those charity people, some people call them chuggers. I call them chunts. Love <laughs> 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 Jimmy. Yeah, very good. Right, what's is. next in the news? Uh, Mike? 
Trump thinks noise from windmills causes cancer. Of course he does. <laughs> he makes he thinks a lot of things though. Yeah. So. <laughs> he made the claim with no scientific backing whatsoever during a speech he delivered at the National Republican Congressional Committee dinner. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations, your house just went down 75% in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? Who are these they that people speak of? It's the same they that we're always talking the about. Voices in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right there. Maybe you're right there. Yeah. He added, the thing makes so much noise, and of course it's like a graveyard for birds. If you love birds, you never want to walk under a windmill again. Yeah, because every time I walk under a windmill, these birds just get <laughs> diced above me. Well, in fact, you can't actually walk under a windmill. The blades are pretty far down. I'd imagine they take your head off. No, they're pretty, pretty high, giant. Yeah. yeah, they're giant, but the blades are really big. They come quite a way no, down. I don't, I don't think, think they that come, far, They don't right? come down to the ground, obviously. But No, you could walk uh, up to one. I've drove past them up in the mountains of Wales, and they're fucking huge and quite eerie. When they're up there on the map, they look like alien invaders. Maybe be, that's just because could be the I perfect disguise, <laughs> or is it the perfect disguise? Well, yeah, they look like just weird, silent, like things advancing over the mountains. But anyway, that's just me being a stoner. I actually think Donald's a bit of an evil genius, and I don't think he thinks they cause cancer for a second. But Donald, part of his getting elected was the genius to recognise the massive portion of sort of Republican people who don't vote. Because they're conspiracy theorists, yeah. you know, they believe the whole system's rigged, and he, like a genius, has played to these people. I'm one of you. He talks about the deep state all the time. He goes on info wars, huh. you know. He's and that's a massive chunk of people who voted for him. He wouldn't have voted previously, and I think when he says shit like this, he knows what he's doing. Mm. He's just riling up all them sort of people because yeah. they're the people that will believe these fucking things. They, they, well, they think 5G is going to give us cancer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's any scientific. Evidence no, of that, but no, I know anyone uh, has actually got an education. Yeah. Not that I've read. It gets posted a lot in those groups, doesn't it? But then yeah. so does a lot of things. And you know, how, how Mike's in with the scientific community. I'm sure yeah. Mike would have told us. Yes, I would have heard about it. You are the scientific. <laughs> yeah. You've got your ear to the grapevine. The scientific grapevine hangs around at CERN. Gets up in restraining order. Hangs outside with a sign. The end is now. <laughs> Throwing eggs at that statue of Vishnu. The Mandela effect. Because you switched on this big machine, everyone thinks the Bernstein bears had a different name. The Mandela effect. You thought Henry VIII was holding a turkey leg. Oh my God! Not nothing big or major or like you know. Uh, anyway, that. We've already we've ranted about that last week. I think the Mandela effect. It's always good to have a rant with the Mandela effect. <laughs> well, what do you think? Do you think he's just being thick, or is he deliberately trying? Is he does he know what he's doing? Is he stirring up some both, conspiracy I think, uh, shit? I think he's thick. I think it could be. I both. think he's thick, and he's, he knows that it makes good copy. I think you, you're kind of right in a way. I think it's a little mm. from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. He probably believes it. But at the same time, he also knows a lot of other people think, oh, maybe they do, yeah. and then they'll pay more attention to what he's saying. If he's seen it on Fox News, then it's gospel to him. Well, that's it. Well, good old Donnie. Fox News. Sorry, I don't, mean, Donnie. I don't mean good old Donnie. Donnie baby. <laughs> well, we've got another four, how many years more of him? A couple now, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that? Something like that. One and a half. Could be six. Or it could be he won't win the forever. next one. Well, it could be forever if he decides, <laughs> decides a presidential order to make himself dictator. That'd be interesting. Forever. Oh, well, it, it does say in the article, to be absolutely clear, windmills do not cause cancer. I don't know, who are you going to believe? The president, with all the things that he knows? Believe me, 
and nobody no. knows better than him, do they? No one knows quantum <laughs> physics better than Trump. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, fuck him. Is that <laughs> yeah. the last one, or is there more? No, that's it for now. That's it for so, the news. Uh, yeah, we're going to go and talk about Area 51, so thanks for watching. Enjoy. And we're back. So, let's talk about Area 51. There's a King quite fly. a loud fly in yeah. the room. I apologise to the listener if you can hear it. He wants to fuck off. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Just yeah. to kill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one or two, I don't mind. It's getting slow now, though. It's getting old. Oh, pressing. So, in the middle of the barren Nevada desert, there's a dusty unmarked road that leads to the front gate of Area 51. Now, all that gate is, is just chain link. It's nothing special, it's nothing fancy. There's only mm. chain link fences around the boundary. Right. What there is, is mm. a fuck ton of cameras, ah. motion sensors, infrared cameras, mm -hmm. any way they can find trigger movement along that boundary, they've right. got that there. And then... So there's no obvious guards, but once something does get tripped or you get a bit too close, mm. all of a sudden the white pickup bonners show up with blokes in black uniforms. Right. Not camo, not US army, US military personnel. Black. Black. Because it's cool as fuck. Not in the fucking Nevada desert, isn't <laughs> Well. I'd rather be in a nice, no, nice camouflage. Actually, sort of isn't there a bit of science to the fact that why, like, in the very, very hot eastern countries, the women wear the black burkas and things because it actually absorbs more heat? and makes you cooler. I yes, know. there is a theory to that. There though. is science to it, I think. I Check me out! I thought the point of wearing like white was always like the cricket and tennis colour because those games are played at summer, so that yes. white reflects the heat. It does, but apparently, I don't know. I'm sure, I, I definitely heard that somewhere. I don't That's think I'm making point. it up. I don't know. No. Oh, anyway. so tell you what, you keep talking, I'll do some live research. <laughs> The locals will even tell you the sensors embedded in the road on the way up to the gate so they know if someone's coming or shouldn't be there. Now what goes on exactly at the base, which is known by a variety of names including The Ranch, Dreamland, Groom Lake and S4, is completely unknown. So, you're probably asking me, so Ben, what's the big deal? What's the big deal, Ben? Yeah, well, A51 was first opened in 1955 as a testing facility for the U-2 spy plane. Right. It's called Area 51, by the way, because the simple reason is that's its grid square on the map of America. Mm. It's Area 51. Right. Nothing fancy about it. Sounds kind of cool, though. So all the people yeah. trying to decode it and do numerology on it and all that stuff are just wasting their time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, well, bless them. <laughs> the U-2 spy plane for the 50s, right. marvellous yeah. piece of technology, didn't mm. look like anything else they'd ever had or anyone mm. had ever flown. Could fly to Russia at something like 30,000 feet. A commercial airliner was flying at 10,000 feet back in the right. 50s. Wow. The, the idea was it would fly above Russian radar and missiles. That went well mm. until the 1960s, the early 1960s, when Gary Powers was shot down over Russia mm. and taken prisoner. And they acquired the technology then. And they acquired the technology. But it's an estimated that half of the UFO sightings in the 50s and 60s were the U-2. Yeah, it makes sense. They, um, they say that from... A certain angle, it looks like it's spherical with a, the dome centre, doesn't it? Yeah, and then the same applies to the aircraft we'll be talking about later on, to be yeah. fair. And the speed you're travelling at, what's the top speed? Well, the top speed of a U-2, it's very, very fast, I mean, it's past supersonic. Easily. There we go. So you're seeing that in the sky, whiz past, yeah, look up, fuck me, that's a UFO, that is. It's flying high as well and going yeah. faster. It's technically, it is a UFO to them, it's an unidentified flying object. Mm. That's true. But then they true. interpret it as otherworldly craft. Well, yeah, because you've got all that mass uh, explosion of sci-fi in the local cinema, in the cinema, aren't you? In the 50s. Oh, the 50s, yeah. 
Um, anyway, since the 50s, the place has been become synonymous for the US government testing either crashed, back-engineered or alien craft given to the US. Uh, but what we do know is that they have, since the 50s, they have tested the most advanced flying machines they've got there. Because it's out of the way. Right. It's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it 100 miles from the nearest town or something? Something daft like that. And that's Rachel, I think, Nevada, which is like trailers. Uh, trailer trash. <laughs> no, I didn't say trailer trash, just trailers. <laughs> Although there is the uh, the little Ailey Inn there. Mm. Which is apparently like, it's really shit. It's a total so. letdown if you go there. It's like cardboard cutouts of aliens. Yeah. Like, it's just a shitty little town. What in did the you expect? Of specimens in glass jars. Well, yeah, people expect it to be like, oh, the alien pilgrimage yeah. is going to be so cool when they get there, and it's like it's no mecca. It's a shit hole <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It's full of rednecks. Yeah, rednecks who might beat you up. Well, look what happens in Paul. That's true. You know, if we all know movies are basically documentaries. You know, oh God, he nearly gets his head kicked in, didn't he, Simon Pegg, for having an English accent? Yeah, and ordering that weird sparkle yeah. drink. <laughs> Sounded like queer. Ah, so what else was developed there? The SR-71 Blackbird? I, I would guess that a lot of crystal meth was developed there. AIDS as well, maybe. It's not actually in the compound, but in the shitty little town next to it. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I was going to say in the compound, they probably developed it there as well. well yeah. And AIDS. Probably invented it. Well, yeah, they also... Definitely invented AIDS there, we all know that. I read it on the internet. Well, if you read it on the internet, it must be true. To be factually accurate. Yeah. yeah. I think. It's where all our research comes from, must be true. <laughs> the B 2 stealth bomber, which is a flying wing, and the F 117 stealth fighter, which looks like the triangle y bit. You know, the triangular yeah, one. It, yeah. But weirdly, both of which, if you saw them from side on, these mm. black aircraft shaped weirdly. I mean, no one's in a flying wing up until the B 2. Not mm. since the 40s and the Germans were developing them. Mm. So, it, but it makes sense though, doesn't it? You've got to fucking... If you're going to make a new aircraft of any description, it has to be tested and, you, and yeah. you've got to do it somewhere you can't just, safe. You can't just knock it up and go, right, that's yeah, safe. That'll do. Well, that's like... They don't want the knowledge getting to the hands of the enemy. Mm. That's it, isn't it? You don't want the Russians to know yeah. what you're doing. Exactly. If, you're, if your own public don't know, mm. that decreases the chance that it's going to get leaked. Yeah. Isn't it? Less people that know about it. Yeah. There's only what, strictly say 100 engineers and pilots. That's it. Well, I don't know how many pilots. It's... And you threaten their families so that they don't talk. I think they probably just have to sign some agreement that says you've yeah. got to jail yeah. for 25 years if you speak. I'll tell you a secret just between you and me two, right? Nobody else can hear. I once signed the Official Secrecy Act. Oh, I did that too. But I told everyone what I was fucking doing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sign it to be a cleaner when I was a student during the summer at a place where they made tanks. And I was supposed to tell nobody nothing, like, not what they make there, nothing. But I definitely told everyone I was cleaning at this place where they... They make fucking tanks! I saw a tank being painted! It was amazing! <laughs> That's not so bad, though, is it? Because the enemy would have known about them tanks, I imagine. Mm. There was nothing that I know. was new in prototypes and stuff. I'm just saying, but Yeah. signing the, the NDA might not, you're not they might get, get to threaten them as well. You're probably not going to get whacked for that, when well, you didn't get whacked <laughs> for it. Well, you don't Until know. Until some MOD bloke listens to this and decides, oh, know. unless he's ever been whacked since, a clone. Ever since <laughs> I've been a shilp, or I could be a, a shapeshifter. Double agent, yeah. I could, you know, the real Gaz was killed, he was left in the factory somewhere. He's in a suspended animation tank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stasis. Yeah, so I don't know why I went on that tangent. Um, <laughs> 
Well, well, back to, well, back yeah. to area. <laughs> <laughs> Even so. Anyway, um, yeah, and, and the Aurora, which is the brand new spanking one apparently, which costs $15 billion each. Um, it's quite cool. It, what does that do? Should be to that. It's this new spy plane and it flies through the air, propelling itself via a series of controlled explosions of cryogenically frozen methane or ammonia. It basically leaves it's these... Powered by farts. Yeah, like yeah, farts and piss. <laughs> But its top speed is reported 6,000 miles an hour. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I smell you coming. <laughs> well, by the time they've seen you, you're gone. It doesn't matter. But apparently you get these weird sort of... Um, the vapour trails look like donuts on a string. Okay. So you get this... Shitty donut. Thin vapour trail and then these like big sort of circles mm. where the explosion's gone yeah. off. But at least if it passes overhead and you shit yourself and you blame it on the... Have <laughs> <laughs> you farted? Spy plane. Yeah. Not me. Spy plane. Well, if you do shit yourself in public, I'd advise <laughs> using that one. <laughs> Any excuse you can think of. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so what about conspiracies about the place? Off the top of my head, alien autopsies happened there. Alien autopsies, crashed uh, alien craft from the very, the very first from the 1947 crash in Roswell. There's a bar there called Sam's Place. Allegedly. What was the episode where we did that sketch? That I wrote Ooh, Sam's Solar Place? Warden, maybe? Could have been. Yeah, go back and listen to the start of our Solar Warden episode. We did like a sketch based on the bar. They reckon there's a bar there, basically, in Area 51 called Sam's Place, which is a... A pop, you know, aliens and humans, like, shoulder to shoulder, just like cheers for a, an intergalactic cheers, basically. That's a cool idea. Yeah. I like that one. It's one that I hope's true. But yeah, they're the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Wait, Ooh, yeah. And the guy who rang into Art Bell that one time, everyone's heard the famous clip, haven't they? Yeah, 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 absolutely. The paranoid guy. I think we've played that clip on... Yeah, they're the ones I know of. So I'm sure you're yeah. going to give me some more. So we'll start with the aliens, and then aliens. We'll, we'll move on to Bob Lazar later on, because what he says is the main, this is why this got thrust back into the spotlight, really. Mm-hmm. Aliens working with humans at the base, and this can't, I'm going to go on a slight tangent here, because it was okay. interesting. You've heard about Eisenhower meeting the aliens. I have. Yes. So in 1954, at Edwards Air Force Base, Eisenhower met the Nordics. Right. You know, the tall, yeah, the blue-eyed, blonde hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Maybe. Come on, I'm like a Nazi poster boy, blue hair, blonde eyes. Hey? <laughs> That's why you're not a Nazi poster boy. My dyslexia is helping me from rising through the ranks of the Nordic superpowered warriors. But at least now you're king of the Smurfs. <laughs> oh, I am the tallest Smurf. Not very blue, though. Well, you know, I'm in shapeshifter mode, aren't I? Ah, anyway, right, okay, well, yeah. Eisenhower wanted a treaty with the Nordics, mm-hmm. and they said, all right, we'll have your treaty, but you've got to stop nuclear testing. Okay. Understandably, the Americans are very keen on that. We haven't they... stopped testing, have we? No. Okay. Oh, we, oh, we have kind of, no, yeah, they're oh, not really doing more live tests anymore, but okay. at the time, mm. in the 50s, it's all new, isn't it? They're just letting bombs off in the Nevada yeah. desert all the time. Mm. I did hear an interesting factoid the other day that we have more nuclear submarines, the British, now we have more decommissioned nuclear submarines just sitting there waiting to be dealt with than we do active ones so we've just yeah, got like right. a bunch of them sat there still with their like nuclear stuff on board yeah that might be a disaster waiting to happen right yeah what if someone blows them all up it's <laughs> a valid point in that certain security guard at, that, that, i think it was a sailor who was guarding some nuclear so he shot somebody if you call it oh, yeah, yeah well it was docked didn't he, he went yeah on a that's right. a shooty rampage yes we've had a lot of close calls haven't we over yeah with nukes yeah 
Well, it's all good fun at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, you know, keeps it in the public eye. <laughs> we need these in case someone mouse blows us up. <laughs> Whoopsie, dropped it. <laughs> there goes life on the planet. <laughs> so I was now at the Nordics, and you decided you wasn't too keen on the uh, stopping the nuclear testing. Right. So he met with the Greys in 1955. Oh, crazy. Shady those, politics, those, man. Those creepy little sexist men. Oh, dear. Yeah, he met with them, and they weren't so bothered about us testing nuclear technology. Mm. Well, So they basically said, they hammered out this agreement. Mm. They said that they won't interfere in our affairs if we don't interfere in theirs. Mm. They would help us with developing our own technology by giving us stuff and helping us with the stuff we already got. Okay. They would not make a treaty with any other country, especially those commie Ruskies. <laughs> Is that why we got Wi-Fi before them? Probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they could abduct humans for various experiments, but had to provide a list of names to Earth's Majestic 12 Committee. All abductees would not remember the abduction, and the public would not be informed about the existence of extraterrestrials. Those are what the agreement mm. said. Sounds reasonable to me, because we'd all fucking freak the fuck out, wouldn't we? <sighs> yeah, everything would come to an end. Of course. They'd be like in threads where it shows the old lady pissing herself in the street. Yeah. Be a lot of that. I'd be stood right next to it, filling in the puddle. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... Not because I'm scared, I'm just a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Taking advantage <laughs> in the last moment. So that will lead us up to what Bob Lazar says later on. Okay. Bill be a tangent. Yeah, I've got some more challenge. detail. I've got some more detail on that later. Yeah. The Majestic 12 sounds. Majestic. It does, <laughs> does indeed. Also called Magic 12. That's less. Or so. MJ 12. Uh, okay. No, actually, the thing is, the MJ 12 is like, it's such a big thing in UFO folklore. We'll call it folklore. I think that's the best Ufology. Ufology. But it's still split 50 50 whether they actually existed or not. Okay. You, know, you can go to the yeah. FBI website and buy their Majestic 12 papers if you want to as a souvenir. Are we going through that later, though? The That'll be an episode on. What's the basic? Are they like some council of the highest people? They'd be the most powerful, powerful people in the country. The twelve who aren't the president. Twelve of them. You used to watch X Files. Mm, now like and then. Cancer man, wouldn't it? And all, yeah. his, all his cronies. Mm. So they're the highest of the high. The Illuminati, the Illuminated ones. You might no, say. they're not. They're not. Oh, apparently. they're higher than the Illuminati. No, they're a separate fa- oh. faction. And they've got contact with the aliens. Of the Illuminati got they contact both have. with the aliens. Yeah. Because we've got shape-shifting lizards in there somewhere, haven't we? I think the the Majestic 12 are more with the greys. Right, and the greys are potentially, like, avatars. Well, the, different... there's different greys. I'll come to it later. There's different mm. greys. Oh, you've got tall whites. As, no, tall whites and Nordics. Fucking patriarchy. <laughs> tall greys, short greys. There's different greys from different timelines. I'm sick of, oh my God. I'm sick of white ali- old white aliens in power. <laughs> need more diversity in the ufology community. Oh, man, well... Yeah, slight tangent. Also, apparently, Air Fifty One is the site where the moon landing was faked. Yeah, yeah. Well, surely they could have just done it at like a film studio with a massive, because you know you need what's called a sound stage to build your giant set on. Yeah, well, they did it all in the sand dunes in in Area Fifty One. Apparently, Stanley Kubrick was still there though. That Kubrick. That sneaky Kubrick, <laughs> and then he went and left all them clues in the shining. That's it, yeah. It's almost like he wanted to be found out. It's uh, almost too good to be true. Uh, the moon landed will be an episode, and I'm not going to jump on. I'm going to be sat on the fence for that one. Oh, uh, okay. So 
They filmed that there. What else did they do there? And they also test foreign technology there. So you know, like, the Russians have got something new. Right. They'll then try and get their hands on that somehow, stealing it, bribing mm. somebody, something like that. Mm. They got a MiG-21, which is a, one of the latest Russian fighters. Been sold to Iraq, they bribed the pilot to defect, and he just flew it straight out. Okay. Met them somewhere, they took it off him, gave him the money. Fair enough. Then they test that against their own aircraft and say, all right, mm. well, what do we need to do to beat that? Well, you just strip it all the... You leave, was it Black Hawk down when, like, you don't want that fucking helicopter to be left behind because you don't want people just stripping the tech... Mm. Well, basically working out what tech you've got. That's it. And then you can counteract against it, can't you? It's just... So they got the they got the, the MiG twenty one mm. and they tested it against the F fourteen Tomcat, which is their best thing at the time. They're like, oh the MiG's actually better. Mm. So they figured out ways to counteract the MiG's advantages, and that's when the Navy set up Top Gun School. Awesome. Oh, they um, turned their the, the Air Force had a three to one kill ratio against it, the Top Guns had eight to one. Oh, and that's why they were all so happy in their homoerotic game of volleyball, weren't they? Well <laughs> oh, yeah, because they figured out it'd be the MiG. We're so good. <laughs> To you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my glistening pecs. I want to hear a thing said about Top Gun. It's a majestic film. It's, it's a very homoerotic film. <laughs> I don't think it's, a, I think it's intentionally homoerotic. <laughs> I never thought of that. I just thought I'm playing volleyball now. Yeah, but it's so conscious, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? At the back of your mind, Top Gun must have been there when you're on your knees sucking a cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I'm not sucking a cock anywhere. Goose! <laughs> <laughs> with Top Gun. I also am a big fan. Sequel is in the works. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Fair play. I'm sure Tom will be training some young... He'll be the trainer man now, but he'll have to step in, won't he? Oh, of course. Saving the day. Saving the day. Danger zone of best man. <laughs> have you ever said that, you know, Rich Hall, the comedian? Yeah. Where, like, he does the Tom Cruise bit where he's like, Days of Thunder, he plays a, a racing car driver. A brilliant racing car driver, he's got issues uh, which he overcomes and with the help of a beautiful woman. Cocktail, he's a cocktail maker, a brilliant cocktail maker, <laughs> but he's troubled so and he gets over good. his issues with the help of a beautiful woman. And he just basically does a list of all, he's, he's yeah. just the same in every film, but I don't care. Except in Legend where he's like an elf, isn't he? Oh, yeah, no, I guess. Or like, I think the most ridiculous one is the one where he like goes to Japan and basically becomes the greatest samurai ever. Oh, so that's so I actually great do film. like that film. Yeah, I know it's, it's like, cheesy. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. oh, the white man comes in, yeah. like, give me, yeah, give me I six know. weeks, I'll have this down there. <laughs> but you, lot, you lot have been training since birth. <laughs> <laughs> I've recovered yeah. from a serious wound. Yeah. <laughs> six weeks, I'll have this nailed, mate. Yeah, so. I still really like that movie though. Me too, yeah. I, do, I like Tom Cruise films. The end's quite sad as well. I like when they all ch make their mm. final death charge. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Yeah, it's fun. Well, it's not for them. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> also, the development of exotic energy weapons for the Strategic Defence Initiative at Star Wars. Mm. You know that Star Wars system they've got in space, allegedly, that they never use? Yeah. You know, like when North Reagan started. Yeah. He did. You know when like North Korea launches a, a nuclear missile and it flies over Japan and everyone collectively shits themselves? Yeah. You'd think that if they actually have the Star Wars thing, mm. they just blow it out of the fucking sky. Yeah, but it's only there and to then protect go, America. Yeah, it? but you know, let's face it, if you want to stop them doing it, if you can just blow mm. their missiles out of the sky, it's like, tut tut tut, uh, naughty yeah. boys, mm. don't do that again. But, well, does, do. but does North Korea launch their missiles help the United States? 
Well, yeah, it certainly helps the military industrial complex, mm. doesn't it? You've got to be scared of them crazy Koreans. Buy some more missiles, I just see. in case. Yeah, true. Mm. Anyway, they developed that there, yeah. allegedly. Also, development of weather control. Okay. Harp, I presume. Yeah. Time travel and teleportation technology. Of course. And activities related to a shady one-world government organisation. It's weird that they do it all there. It's like a laboratory and a, like a political bunker and a movie studio. And where Will Smith defeated the alien invasion. Of course. Yeah. You know, weirdly about Welcome that to film, Earth. I want to say that to that film. one day. Yeah. Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. doesn't? <laughs> I know. But um, apparently when they were doing Independence Day, the US military mm. agreed to give them all the help they wanted. It was like a fucking recruitment film for them, isn't it? Mm. Look how cool our jet, fight, jet pilots are. Yeah, come and fight the aliens. Come and fight the aliens. It's fucking cool. Punch and as soon the as they read, they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. So they give them the script, make mm. sure there's everything was above board and all that. Yeah. And they uh, went, oh, Area 51, sorry. Mm. Just gave them the script back and said, we're not helping you out here. Yeah. Removed all their help. A bit too close mm. to the bone. But if you believe the, the internet, all these movies are conditioning us over decades, subconsciously getting us used to the imagery and the idea so that when it is revealed that, you know, either they invade or that they've been here all along, we'll have some sort of visual frame of reference. We won't be... You know, that's what some people oh, believe. Look at the grey, the, the old, mm. you know, big head, big eyes. Mm. How many images is that? You could, you could spend a day on the internet and see that. Yeah, I'm a sure. Dozen, at least a dozen times. I'm sure that over fifty percent of Americans believe in aliens. I'm also sure yeah. that over fifty percent of Americans are basically. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a safe word, an alternative for the R bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're right, they're, 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 they're conditioned to believe. That's what they wanted. If that's, if that's your theory, then they've, also, they've succeeded, haven't they? They're ready to believe you. I just want to point out to our American listeners, we don't mm. think 50% of you are moronic. Nah, it's more like 17. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Have a nice day. Prove us wrong, America. Uh, um, I like the theory yeah. that the alien Alexa Greece... Trump wasn't the way to do it. No. Yeah. It really wasn't. What, what percentage do you get? Oh, I don't know. 52% was it? There you go. Have you got less than Hillary? Oh, yeah, you got less, didn't you? Yeah, 40, something like that. If it was 40% of you then, 40% of you are a bit moronic. Clinton won the uh, popular, popular vote, vote yeah. That's democracy for you. Oh, yeah. Person you vote for doesn't win. Apparently, both Bill and Hillary, massive UFO and alien fans, Bill tried to investigate Area 51 when he was president. Got well, no answers. Personally, he was like, yeah, he was like a Columbo man. <laughs> yeah, he went down. He, did, he didn't go there himself, oh, but he right. was like going, asking the, the sort of CIA, like, what, what's the deal with the A51? I want to know. I want to see the files, man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he choked on that doob. As soon as I take this cigar out of this pussy, I want to read them files, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's him playing his saxophone. Apparently, Hillary, one of her campaign promises was that she would declassify that. the A51 in alien files. She never did, though, did she? Well, she never got in, so that's why. Uh, <laughs> again, America, come on. Yeah. She you was going to get a conspiracy theory vote, wasn't she? You were offered the truth, and you didn't go and vote for her. I know she's a twat, but that would have been enough for me to ignore all of her twattiness and the alleged murder and things like that, and laughing when she found, you know. I mean, we all wanted. Um, What's his face in Libya? Gaddafi. Gaddafi. We wanted him to face some justice, but the fact that when have you ever seen the clip they tell her that he's dead and she's like, 
Wow. We so killed him. Class, yeah. yeah, she literally just said, yes, the death of another human is wonderful to me. <laughs> but well, I would have looked past all that if she was like, yeah. Let what about the adrenochrome and child organ harvesting? I'd look past all that. <laughs> <laughs> the dead people, the dead children. What about them joining in, torturing old what's his face? I'd look past all of that. Gary, oh, oh, Gary, Gary McKinnon. No, not Gary McKinnon. No, not Donald Gary Marshall. Donald Marshall. I always forget it. his name. Yeah, it's probably he's, to the best. He's so forgettable. <laughs> How can you forget the name of the greatest living human? Not only the greatest warrior of all time, but also the best songwriter since yeah. the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Champion power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, I've lost my train. Mike, you've got some more projects for us, haven't you? Yeah. Well, do you want to go through what uh, Bob Lazar first? Let's talk about Bob Lazar. Robert Scott Lazar, born January 26th, 1959, is an American self described scientist. I think that's. Oh, fucking hell. Just like I'm a self described, <laughs> like. Journalist. Hey! <laughs> I am a broadcast journalist. <laughs> I was going to make like a massive cup joke or something. He's <laughs> self-described scientist. Well, apparently he fixes radiation detectors. That's right. His job now. Yeah. That's fairly scientific. Yeah. It's a bit like in the wrestling when they say like the self-proclaimed greatest in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As in, he's not. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, he claimed to have worked on reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology at a site called S4 near the Area 51 Groom Lake operating location. Lazar said the UFOs used gravity wave propulsion and are powered by then unsynthesized element 115. He's said to have read US government briefing documents to describe alien involvement in human affairs over the past 10,000 years. Lazar's <laughs> claims resulted in bringing the secret Area 51 site to the attention of the public. Universities from which Lazar claimed to hold degrees show no record of him. Now he owns and runs a scientific supply company, but in 1990 he was convicted of a felony for installing security equipment at a brothel. <laughs> there you have it. A job's wow. a job, isn't it? Uh, you got to work. Hey, prostitutes are rich, man. Hey, well, the ones who are working brothels are rich. That's a better word. Sex workers are rich. Sex workers deserve protection as well. Why can't they have a security system in there? We've all seen the Unforgiven. We know what yeah. happens to some sex workers. Oh man. Well, it's not like he was in there doing coke off a crack horse pussy lip. He was fitting the security system. He'd be a lot cooler if he was. <laughs> well, <laughs> Bobby, baby. <laughs> Love the glasses, Bob. <laughs> They call me Bobby the Coke Hound Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> so something about that style of glasses just makes me think serial killer. Yeah, there you know, is something. Jeffrey Dahmer kind of yeah, made those glasses popular. Seventies kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, serial killer or nonce. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The two aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> <are they? laughs> oh, man. oh, so um. Well, they might tell us some more about Bob. Yeah, what Bob Lazar was working on, apparently. Cool. Project Galileo. The proportions. Galileo, system. Galileo. <laughs> Galileo Figaro. Magnifico! <laughs> <laughs> I want to break into it now. <laughs> I know we'll just butcher it. <laughs> I'm just an alien from another galaxy. <laughs> He's just an alien. How do I do it? <laughs> we'll just butcher it. Or... Go horribly wrong. 
They're like, sorry, man. Bubbles are, bubbles are, here we go. <laughs> sorry, that's not enough, right? Yeah, so he, he was working on a UFO with 22 other people with majestic clearance. Ooh, so majestic clearance, you presume, is the highest you can get? Mm. Yeah. It's pretty high clearance for an installer of... Security well, systems. Security systems and fixer of radio equipment, radio... What was it? Radio... Oh, Geiger counters, basically. Right. Very specialist. You'd it think is. you'd have to go to university for that sort of thing. Wouldn't you would you? think that, unless of course it's not actually that difficult. And it's just like a bit of a weld, a bit of a soldering, and that's kind well, of it. Like Rimmer fixing the drive plate. Yes, yeah. yeah. You're doing that. <laughs> Mind well, you, sorry. There's a guy, a guy I used to know who was MOD. He was when mm-hmm. 67, couldn't use an iPad, and he was mm-hmm. his job was to repair those bomb diffusing robots. Wow. So, <laughs> you, yeah. Why a lot of people blow up, probably. <laughs> probably to do with massive casualties with some of my EDs in Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, go on. <laughs> yeah, the craft was dull, stainless steel, pewter grey. Ooh. 58 feet diameter, 16 feet high. That's pretty big. Made to be piloted by something smaller than human, a third or to a quarter smaller. So a little person. Like a Ninja Turtle size. Can we call them like midgets? So we allowed to say that now? Danny DeVito so. size, maybe. Danny DeVito <laughs> size, though. They're made to be piloted by Danny DeVito. <laughs> Boom. There we go. He oh. says he saw the craft lift off the ground and hover, and it illuminated when flying because it ionises the air around it. Ah. It uses an anti-gravity propulsion system with antimatter reactor. Ooh. Now, we haven't got antimatter technology yet, have we? Apparently not. Well, not in the common marketplace. But <laughs> well, you can't get it down the market on a Friday in Dorney High Street. You can't go much. to Halfords and have your car fitted with anti-grab plates just yet. Oh. <laughs> it's a good job, really. A lot One of people have died. Like in Back to the Future, you know, you have to have conversions to your car to make it a hover car. Yeah, well, no one cares about that film. Yes, they do, Ben. Unfortunately for you, millions of people really care about that It's film. amazing how millions of people can be wrong, isn't it? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go on. The gravity distortion is created in front of the craft, bending space towards the craft. The craft becomes part of that space, and when the anti-gravity is shut down, the craft is almost instantaneously where it was focused. That's because gravity distorts time, bending space and time together. Wow. So, it's literally, they focus on a place, kick the old drive into action, yeah. and they're there. Like the Holly Hop drive. Yeah, yeah, it goes into a lot more detail. He says it's a particle accelerator, speeds up a particle. Right. Fires it up a tube at this element 115. <laughs> Sorry. Are we inseminating element 115 basically in this? Basically, the reaction produces antimatter. Antimatter is fired up another tube into a gas. The matter and antimatter react, converting it to 100% heat energy. Heat energy is converted to electrical power through a thermoelectric converter. The byproduct is it is used to run the subsystems of the craft, but it creates a gravitational wave at the top of the reactor, guided through tubes like microwaves, through the amplifying cavities, then finally through projectors at the bottom of the craft. So what is it? <laughs> it's flying saucer gas. So what is it? <laughs> Alien craft. And apparently there's no thermal radiation to the crew, <laughs> as the thermonic generator is 100% efficient, even though that defies 
the first law of thermodynamics. Now, I seem to remember a lot of people have made claims over the years that they've got machines or devices that are either 100% or over 100% efficient. Yeah. So, some, I mean, obviously all of those people have been shouted down because they were crazy or couldn't prove it or demonstrate yeah. it. But Link 182. Do they have a need to say that he had a few, some sort of some oh, powering technology? Tom DeLong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, put, he's made a lot of claims. That's very true. <laughs> All the small things. Bless him. Do you he's sung to the aliens? <laughs> if he's met. Yeah, do you think, you, do you think Blink-182 have played a gig for aliens? At Area 51? Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I bet Metallica have as well. <laughs> they played the Playboy Mansion, so they must have played Area 51. <laughs> It's probably somebody you wouldn't expect, like somebody a bit like Tom Jones or somebody like that. Oh, they'd love Tom Jones. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not unusual. Do we love Mars Attacks? The aliens did love exactly, Tom Jones. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, me too. We're going to have to do an episode of that movie one day. So that's what we get from Bob Lazar. So what do you think of that? It's very detailed. What do yeah. sciencey people say about the explanation of the workings of the science? Oh, I don't know, to be fair. <laughs> Because, I mean, I, he can say all that, and I can't tell you if it's bollocks mm. either way or the other. I'm not qualified to comment. Well, I'm guessing the majority of them don't agree with him. It I'm did sound yeah. a little bit like dialogue from Crichton in our beloved Red Dwarf when he's yeah. explaining something to <laughs> Mr Lister, which I should point out, if you're not familiar with the show, is science fiction comedy, and that's what that sounded like. I'm not qualified. <laughs> Whereas an actual science person might be able to hear that and go, well, in theory, it does break the first law of physical... Thermodynamics. That's the one. But in theory... Well, what's interesting is he predicted element 115. Yeah. And now they've found it. All right, but let me assume, uh, to bear in mind I don't know how many elements there were before they developed element 115. Oh, I know the elements. Was there 114 of them? That I don't know. I know all the elements. Rain, snow, <laughs> sleep, <laughs> wind. If you read that, it may, it may enlighten us. So thanks to the work of chemists at Lund University in Sweden, a brand new element has taken a seat on the periodic table. Element 115 or, or unpentium. Un, unpentium. Un, unpentium. Un, unpentium. It's been changed now. It's, I think it's called Muscovium. Because it was found in <laughs> that Moscow. That sounds horrific. <laughs> My body is constructed purely of Muscovia. What was it? Muscovium. Muscovium. It cannot be destroyed. Sounds like you've got some nasty sexual disease, mate. The Moscovium. It's like vibranium, but Russian. Yeah. Sounds terrifying. It's, it's all the Winter Soldier's arms, mate. Yeah, they're just going like, to Muscovium. coat themselves in it. Like Colossus is... Yeah, of course he's Russian. They're going to coat themselves in it and just run into battle, like headbutting tanks out of the way. <laughs> that would be cool, unless you're in the tank. Moscovium! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well... That's what it makes me think of, anyway. Um, anyway, it's one of the heaviest elements ever created. Extremely rare. Oh, it probably only occurs in nature a few milliseconds after a star goes supernova. And it realistically won't impact your life at all, unless we're all flying in UFOs in 20 yeah. years' time. Well, if it comes from... Could this be the key to life? Because we come from the... We're the remnants of a blown-up star, don't we? We're all stardust, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, could this be... You know, if is this key to that's just part of what's blown out you got everything mm. you know iron titanium gold silver all the elements basically supernova spreads it across the galaxy yeah panspermia yeah 
Speaking of which, go on our Facebook page and uh, last week we were discussing um, like giant deities in space baffing out into the universe and creating alternate realities with their cum. Uh, it was an in-depth conversation. Uh, standard for this show. Um, we actually have a song about that called Quantum Ejaculation. Yeah. It's on our Facebook page. Check it out, please. And like the Facebook page. Yeah, do that as well. Leave us a review. We're meme dealers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal you some, some good, funny, conspiracy-themed memes. Mm. And the odd funny video. So, yeah, what were we talking about? This system of... Unumpentium. Un Unumpentium, that's it. The heaviest, i.e. the heavy highest atomic number, readily occurring element in nature is uranium, with 92 protons. Every element above it, including plutonium, americanium, oh, einsteinium, can only be created through processes such as fusion or being bombarded with neutrons. Fairly large quantities of americum, for example, are produced when uranium and plutonium are bombarded by neutrons in a nuclear reactor. In the lab, most super-heavy elements are created by fusing lighter elements. In a particle accelerator, unumpentium, for example, was created by firing calcium-48 ions, a nucleus with 20 protons and 28 neutrons, at an American, Americanum target with 95 protons and 148 neutrons, creating a fused nucleus of unumpentium-291 with 115 protons and 176 <laughs> neutrons, and my brain is finally because My brain is just giving up uh, that point. It, uh, it was quite interesting, and it turned uh, into maths. Yeah, now my head hurts. <laughs> That's so maths. Basically, they produced it, but only for like a split second. You do the maths. <laughs> but Bob Lazar says that obviously they made it stable and could use it. Right. Well, they do have alien technology. There we go. Thanks, Eisenhower. So that was Project Galileo, Galileo, should I say. That was only one of the projects that are going on there, though. All right, what else have we got? Project Aquarius. Is it the adorning of the age of Aquarius? I'm an Aquarius. Told you I was connected to them. <laughs> so what's happening in there? The Nordics aren't Aquarius. there. We, we turned down their deal. No, they voted against it, but we're going to vote on it again. All right. <laughs> How many times? It's my deal. <laughs> Oh, no deal. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, this is looking into extraterrestrial biology. Mm. In 2004, Dan Burrish claimed to be working on cloning alien DNA and viruses from an alien called J-Rod. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds like a basketball player. J-Rod. <laughs> Yo, J-Rod. <laughs> Why do they call him J-Rod? I'm not sure, but his real name apparently is Chi-L-R. Uh, oh, well, that's, that's, yeah, that's why I don't know. I call him J-Rod too, yeah, yeah. I think it's called, they're the one called E.B. That's a cute okay. name. Extra, extraterrestrial mm. biological entity, E.B. J-Rod. I'm not sure. Maybe he wouldn't kill the J-Walker with his... Rod. <laughs> <genus. Yeah. laughs> I'm just spitballing. <laughs> What's Project Aquarius? <laughs> well, J-Rod was a physically decrepit, insect-like grey... Inset like grey. Yeah, that's how he describes him. And physically decrepit. Yeah. From 52,000 years into the future, and are descended from humans. Well, wow. I've heard this before. One of the theories that the greys aren't actually aliens, they're just us and the future. Whereas the Roswell aliens, for example, were from 24,000 years into the future from a separate timeline. Oh, now we're just getting separate <laughs> timelines. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Well, I like the theory that greys are like. Android type avatars for like 
either us in the future or some other form of higher intelligence that just uses these like they're sort of biomechanical living meat and puppets. robotic yeah basically meat sack avatars that can be sent out through dimensions and galaxies to do with their their bidding why make it look so creepy then um well apparently that's just the way we and i'll get into it later the way we descended mm. into them evolved evolved yeah yeah because i have heard this that they're us from the future. They've figured out that they're having breeding problems. Right. So they're coming back in time. For spunk. For spunk and eggs and stuff to try and kickstart their own breeding. Star Trek 2, the search for spunk. <laughs> and to, um, <laughs> of course, get some good old fashioned probing in. Ah, yes, they do love a probe. They do. Dirty bastard. Well, <laughs> Jay Rod abducted Dan when he was nine. He's fit. Oh, right. He's fitting you decrepit. This was a repressed memory, I think, whilst playing baseball with his granddad. Even though at the same time he was a prisoner in a Area 51. So the old alien kidnapped the young boy while he was out <laughs> with his elderly grandfather. Are we going to play uh, the game Ghost Alien or Molested here? I think Grandad raped and killed him, chucked him in a river and then had to come up with a story. Oh no, because the kid's still around, isn't he? I think Grandad may have done something. Yeah. Well, he said when he, got, when he came to, the sun had passed in the sky, mm. a few hours had passed and his Grandad was just sat by a tree. Well, did he have this <laughs> sad, guilty look on his face? Was the smell of chloroform in the air? <laughs> Did he have the look of a post-orgasm regret? <laughs> Post-coital regret. It was a, a rag on the floor that was curious, <laughs> curiously smelling of drugs. <laughs> Just could aliens. Be. Did his backside hurt? Well, we should find out. Google it. I'm joking. Don't Google. Did that boy's no. backside hurt? <laughs> yeah, never, never do that. <laughs> Well, after the abduction, he met him properly in 1993, obviously not knowing that he'd been abducted at the time. Right. He communicates telepathically, like dolphin clicks, tuning into your brain waves. Oh, God, that'd be annoying. I'm flipper talking yeah. to you telepathically. Click, 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 and he kind of tunes <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're beaming it directly into the middle of my brain. I still don't speak That's like the words are... So they're like clicks. Right. Each word's like a click. Like okay. a dolphin click. But I, but I still wouldn't understand it. Yeah, you would. You'd understand the words, but it oh. broken up into clicks. Okay. So, do you get me? No. <laughs> well, if you're going to say, I don't know, the the sun is in the sky, you'd say, the sun is in the sky, like that. It'd be like clicks, wouldn't it? Click, 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 okay. Like a dolphin click. But because they're beaming into my brain, I can understand it. Telepathically, yeah. Right, okay. Now I'm with you. And apparently that he can flood his, uh, your body with endorphins to calm you down. That sounds really that fun. Sounds fun. <laughs> I'm a pretty bad day, Jay Rod, ever you do that flooded thing. Yeah, yeah man, I couldn't... Uh, my dealer ran out of ecstasy, so could you just drop one for me? Yeah. <laughs> Love oh, you, Jay Rod. Wonderful, you're so nice, Jay Rod. And Put that probe down. <laughs> his species survives mainly on a liquid diet augmented <laughs> by nutritional pastes. Well, so they're pissants. I, I was going to say, I for one can stand behind a liquid diet. They're men after my own heart. So, <laughs> J-Rod, have you ever had what we, we call carling? Come down to Sam's place. Yeah, hey, you'll love this. Are we to Sam's place? Oh yeah, Sam's place. We have whiskey on the rocks, man. We're just getting pissed, we fine. Yeah. 
I'm really getting pissed too. It'd be more fun when he's pissed. Oh, Vrilly's useless. Last thing we should do is get some hippie twat. Yeah, last thing we should do is get really drunk. He's already shirking. Imagine him with an hangover. Oh well, we just beat him up. <laughs> the peace lord. <laughs> so what else? What else did J Rod get up to? Mate? Well, he was working with him for ten years. Okay. Until he, until in two thousand and three, he pushed him through a stargate. I think he said pushed him down the stairs then. <laughs> yeah, I got fed up with fucking looking after this decrepit alien. He pushed him down the stairs. <laughs> did one soldier like kneel behind him? Oh shit, I didn't think that was switched on the old style game. Where's he gone? <laughs> Fuck knows. Apparently... Is Shivery on or off? <laughs> Back to his home planet of Reticuli. Oh, Zeta oh, Reticuli. Yeah. That's where Betty and Barney, or Betty said, Betty yeah. Hill said that they came from. Oh, because apparently he told Dan telepathically that he missed his son and family and home. Aww. So he switched on the Stargate and pushed him through. So that also means we've got Stargates then? Yep. Interesting. Yep, I'll get to that in a minute. Is Kurt Russell there too? <laughs> he is in that South Park where you get the Stargate. I have not. Oh, it's into imagination land. Awesome. The terrorists try and destroy their imagination, but they go through a Stargate and they get Kurt Russell there, and he's like, why am I here? And it's because you've been through one of these. <laughs> it in a movie that makes you more qualified than anyone else in the room <laughs> or on this planet to go through the Stargate. <laughs> oh, I like Kurt Russell. Me too. So, yeah, what next, Mike? Now, apparently, he says that Illuminati and the Greys are working together to produce a cataclysm on Earth to wipe out over two-thirds of the population so they can survive in bunkers underground and fulfil the timeline in which they turn into the Greys. It's like Thanos and the Snap. It's a bit fucking selfish though, isn't it? The Greys are like, hey, hey, no, but to like, get to us, you've got to have this cataclysm, so crack what, on. What about, if we, like we mentioned earlier, Hollywood movies are there to condition us to what's about to happen. Thanos destroys 50% of the, the galaxy's population so that to save the galaxy, basically, so it can be sustained. We know, we've covered it before, a lot of the elites have made public comments about, you know, the fact that we need to lose a few billion people, basically, yeah. in order for the planet to be okay. Maybe this, maybe it all adds yeah. up to the truth. Or they stop lining their own fucking pockets and send us out there into space and do some colonisation. Mm -hmm. I think it's... Invest more in that, maybe. But I think it'd be easier, rather than colonising foreign worlds, it'll be not easier just this to... destroy this one. Yeah, just kill, like... <laughs> A couple of billion people. So you're advocating genocide. I'm not advocating it, I'm just saying that. Are you saying Thanos is right? If I survive the snapping, which is where Thanos did the snap, Mike. Yep. For the listener, Mike's, it, yeah. Mike's not a, a Marvel devotee like me and Ben. So if I survive the snap, and lucky for the people that didn't, yeah, basically. I've got more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> more food for me. More money. Everyone I knew and loved is gone, but hey, big bean. <laughs> Nah, kill me. It depends. I don't want to survive the snap if nobody I love survives. But it's a gamble, isn't it? That's the way it works. Yeah. It's... Oh, dear. Well, I hope... What are they going to do, though? What's their plan for well, cataclysm? Well, the cataclysm, apparently, is going to be a massive geophysical pole shift. Well, that doesn't sound good. Of no. less than five degrees, caused by the reaction of the Athenosphere. Oh, what? A penisphere? Athena. Oh, Athena. Like the goddess. Used to be a nightclub in Telford. It did. <laughs> <laughs> that was shit, too. Yeah. With a massive explosion of energy from the sun, promoted by looking glass devices and stargates at various locations around the Earth. Oh, for fuck's sake, that doesn't sound good. Apparently, a lot of these have been decommissioned now, so. Well, that's a relief. I was going to say, would well, it be easier just to do it through disease? 
Yeah, or, you know, that fake alien invasion who promises all these things. I suppose you've got to deal with the buddies then, though, haven't you? If it's just like a big fuck-off, like, meteorite Yeah, deal with the bodies anyway, haven't you? Well, I mean, if a meteorite hits and that, they're going to be burnt up and, like, destroyed, sort of, naturally. Well, apparently the Illuminati and the Greys are working together to produce this cataclysm. And the lizards. Yeah. Uh, The Nordics, apparently, are from... My people! ...are from Orion Mm. and are descended from the humans that didn't flee underground when the cataclysm occurs. Right. Oh, so you've got Morlocks and yeah, basically. Ones, yeah, so my them. people are the brave ones that didn't hightail it underground. That's it. <laughs> well, I've got blonde hair and blue eyes too. You know, it's just... you're not a Nordic. <laughs> Why are you a Nordic and I'm not? We can smell our own. And, uh... <laughs> well, it says the Nordics are generally more benevolent, positive, and spiritual. So that's definitely that's not you. That's me. <laughs> benevolent and spiritual. <laughs> The only spiritual you know is fucking whiskey and gin, yeah? (laughs) No one said what kind of spirits he had to be. And you're not benevolent just because your name's Ben. (laughs) I'm benevolent. You hate everything. It's benevolent in one way. Don't hate everything. Equal hate. I, I, I love lots of things. It's quite a small list, to be fair. It's, it's a reasonable size. I think list. the list of things you hate is significantly longer than That's the list of things. That's society gas. <laughs> Society's fault. It's not your black, cold heart. No. <laughs> no, it's society that's okay. driven me to this point. Well, apparently the Nordics, they moved from the Earth before the Greys. Mm. Once the Earth's surface was healed and the technology rebuilt. They head for the Ark on the Moon, whatever that is. I couldn't find out what that was. Well, what it was was the animals went in two by two. (laughs) And it just went to space this time. Noah was the first man on the moon. Space Noah. (laughs) Space Noah. (laughs) That should be a Solar Warden song. Yes, yes. Space Noah. (laughs) That's a drunk bloke who builds a space ark. We're doing the start of Megadeth. That'd <laughs> 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 be shit. Completely out of time to the music. Yeah. Most of our songs are, to be fair. <laughs> We're not musicians. We are, because we make music. Well, you two it's are. It's not very good music. <laughs> Who cares? I said that to the only yesterday when I played a Quantum Ejaculation, because it's been re edited with. It's, have you heard it with the horrible speechy bit in the middle? But anyway, played yeah, it to her. Yeah. And she sort of looked at me and I was like, well, look, I don't necessarily make good music. But I definitely make fucking weird music, don't I? That's kind of my niche. (laughs) Weird metal. Yeah. Thank you, Deep Space. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I derailed us. Okay, once they've gone from the Ark on the moon, they go to Mars, colonise that. Fair enough. And then on to Orion after that. That's a big jump from Mars to Orion, though, isn't it? Once they've got technology, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, then the artifact, the artifacts and the ruins that are supposedly seen on Mars are from our future, but the Nordics past. Well, so we're seeing into the future. future man. Yeah. So we're seeing into the future. Yeah. We. So when we see that, when they say, "Oh, you can see like a, a, an ancient temple or something on Mars," right? Mm. Apparently, that is from the Nordics past. Okay. But we're seeing our own future. Yeah. Because apparently, because them and the Greys have gone back in time so many times, yeah. it's impacted on our timeline by causing paradoxes, which have now built the reality we now perceive. Oh, excellent. Oh, so they fucked our own. They fucked our reality. Yeah. yeah. Our timeline for their own selfish breeding gains. Yeah. I do the same. Sounds about right. <laughs> Could we have a piss break on that? Yeah. yeah. Right. So where are we up to now, then, Mike? 
Project Looking Glass. Oh. The physics of looking back in time. That's what they were looking at. Right, so after my brain's already been fried by time paradoxes, you're going to give me some more. Yep. Mm. Fantastic. They found cylinder seals that predate Sumeria, but were copied by them in ancient Egypt. Those Sumerians and their ancient deities. Mm. Oh, they Sumerians were, and Ghostbusters, wasn't it? They were planted so. by the Greys from 45,000 years in the future for man to find and use to fulfil the cataclysm. These Greys are over the long game, aren't they? <laughs> They're proper sneaky little fuckers as well. They're Creepy little sexist yeah, bastards. Fingers in all the pies. The big I don't long like it. fingers. Yeah. Ew. I do not like it. And scientists have figured out how to use these cylinders to detect naturally occur occurring wormholes in hyperspace. Oh, yeah. Well, it makes sense. However, when they tweaked them, they found they could use it to look into the past and the future. I love that word, tweak. <laughs> <laughs> the device was a barrel housed within the centre hole of a donut shaped structure. Oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Argon gas is sprayed into the centre of the rotating barrel. That's how I do Argon it. Argon gas, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, makes so simple, you think, <laughs> doesn't it? A number of power electromagnets encircle the barrel. Like that You've got to have electromagnets. Yeah, yeah, especially with the argon gas. Yeah, you've got to really energise it. <laughs> when the power is fluctuated into the magnets and the orientation of the magnets is changed, it dials into the probabilities within hyperspace, contacting wormholes to probabilistic universes. Contacting wormholes sends out a text. Like. Oh, you've got to get them probable wormholes in, haven't you? You okay, hon? When you, when you fluctuate the electromagnets, electromagnets to the argon gas, yeah. you've, got get, you've got to get probable wormholes, haven't you? Well, that's it. You've to contact a wormhole. Just makes sense. So, well, I'll tell you what, I've got some empty cans in the kitchen. We'll knock one up in a bit. I, well, there you go. How does it work, though? Can you decide which bit of the past you can see, or is it just like a crapshoot wherever it happens to point at? I'm sure we'll figure that out. Well... Um, if it's a day in 1631 when nothing happened in this field that you're looking at, you know, <laughs> this machine's shit. Yeah. Oh, look, rabbit. No, rabbits weren't introduced until 17-something. <laughs> no, they didn't there. They came over the Romans. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought one of our queens introduced them because she loved them so much. No. What are we thinking of Australia? What I'm thinking of. Hares are uh, native to the British Isles, I think, mm -hmm. and uh, rabbits came over the Romans. Bloody Romans. What have you ever done for us, eh? The rabbit. <laughs> rabbit stew. <laughs> Can't live on that alone, though. I've never no. eaten a rabbit. Oh, you yeah. can if you've got vegetables. If you've got vegetables, yeah. It's alright, rabbit. Nice. Well, we've got three vegetables in here, haven't we? Well, so where are we then? Looking into the probabilistic universes. Wow. So is that potential universes? Is it futures that haven't happened Yeah, it must yet? be, yeah. The device produces images of future events which might might take place on Earth. Exactly, because if Doc Brown taught us anything, Mike, it is that the future's not set. Yeah. yeah your future No, hasn't... Sarah Connor taught us that. No. Not Doc Brown. The Doc <laughs> says your future hasn't been written yet. Yeah, Sarah it's Connor whatever said you make of it, and that's what Sarah so Connor make said. It a good one. Carl Reese said. Carl Reese said that back in the eighties, before Back to the Future. Well no, technically the Doc was saying it in eighteen. No, 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 in that fiction, you know, in that, no, in our timeline, Terminator did that bit first. I'm just saying the Doc gave a pretty nice speech at the end of no, the third one. No, the Doc's one. a prick. To, he's not a pr oh, the Doc's a prick. Yes. Never have more vengeful, hateful words come out of your mouth. You, I was going to say cunt. You bitter human being. <laughs> the Doc. 
bastard. Mike, you as a man of yeah, science yeah, should mate. be absolutely horrified um, by this. I'm stunned into silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. Well, apparently, aside from this looking glass, they've got another device called the Orion Cube, which arrived Ooh. in 1954. Ooh. It's with, the, with the Nordic people, do you think, from Orion? My people. Could be. My could people. Be. It's Let a... my people go. <laughs> They've gone, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't do the nuclear testing. Why did they leave me behind? <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Strange. It's like they don't like me. <laughs> well, you know, you've heard that a lot of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just too good for them. <laughs> that must be it. Too advanced. That must be it. Okay, so the cube is a holographic record and quantum viewing unit that documents our history as well as presenting future occurrence probabilities. A lot like the looking glass. However, it is susceptible to changes unintentionally provided to it by its users, i.e. colouring the output data with their own internal fears, hopes for the future, attachments to the understanding of the past, and rigid world and philosophical views. So not so good. No. Harder to use that one, apparently. And... We've got Stargates, and apparently the Iraqis built Stargate. Oh, we've featured that before. Yeah. Because he had an alien guest. Yeah. Saddam, who made those giant scorpion attack dogs for him. Apparently that's why we invaded in 2003. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so oh, Stargate from them. That seems a bit harsh. Well, we can't just let, you know, lunatics run round with bloody Stargates, can we? Well, you know, especially if you it's, made... it's the same argument as the nuclear argument. We, you can't have them, but we can. Yeah. Because we're sensible, aren't we? Uh, and they didn't want more of them giant scorpion attack dog things. <laughs> no, they said it's rough, man. Were they the size of a cow? Mm. Pretty terrifying. To it's be weird that the alien guy who lived with Saddam in one of his palaces said, mm, I like you, Saddam. I'll give you the giant cow sized scorpions, <laughs> but I'm not going to give you the laser guns. No. Mm. I'm not going to give you the disintegrator rays. Yes, they were disintegrator rays, energy weapons, just stuff that he couldn't be trusted with, really. But they're giving the cow-sized scorpions. Yeah, well, so it shows maybe Dr. Kelly was lying and the document, the dossier, if anything, wasn't sexed up, it was sexed down. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it didn't mention intergalactic scorpion warrior beasts. <laughs> it didn't. Didn't mention Stargates. So, oh, the plot thickens. Yeah, and apparently there's three more projects, well, I couldn't find a lot on them. Project Sigma, which is establishing communications. Oh, two aliens. Okay. The aliens, I guess. Project Sidekick, which is looking into lensing the gravity wave to act as a particle beam weapon. That's so not good. <laughs> wow. Particle yeah. beam weapons. That isn't. Oh, no, they weren't. They were pulse rifles. Sorry, I was thinking of a, I was thinking of a razor. Um, those, those rifles. <laughs> Project Lotus, mm. which is using the Ganesh particle. Which was back engineered, I think, from J. Rod. The Ganesh. Has he got an elephant head for it? God knows. Does it look like an elephant head? Should do, shouldn't it? It should do. But apparently, that they're using that to try and heal the ecosystem and human body, and apparently, it can cure cancer. Wow. Wow. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. So that's the projects that are allegedly going on at Area Fifty One, or have been. Fair enough. Some interesting stuff there. There is the um, <laughs> powered, <laughs> the time paradox shit blew my head. Hey, it was very 
Star Trek, wasn't it? Or Red Dwarf or anything like that with future. I've got to say, if these guys are making up, they've got one hell of an imagination. Mm. They should be writing comic books. Oh. Yeah, they're wasted. <laughs> On the internet. <laughs> so let's just jump back to the base itself. Now the government does kind of admit the base exists. Kind of admits it. Uh, in 1994, a couple of chaps called Walter Kazar and Robert Frost sued the US Air Force and the Environmental Protection Agency because of skin and lung diseases they said they had gotten by pouring ke uh, burning chemicals in the open at the base. Their employees of Area 51 and they can give all these chemicals, get rid of these, they're waste <coughs> products, just burn them in that trench. Mm. This place doesn't exist, there's no environmental laws, yeah, doesn't right. matter. Now Frost died before the case was finished and a biopsy was taken. Frostbite. Frost. No, it wasn't. Did he die from frostbite? He did not. <laughs> no. The thing is, though, with this, it's like, there's a lot of, they went to court with them, and mainly because they didn't know what they'd been exposed to, so they couldn't get medical treatment for it. Wow. Doctors just kind of guessing on what you've been exposed to. Do you know? The Ganesh particle. The Ganesh particle, <laughs> possibly. Makes you grow um, elephant which, arms. Which makes you, because the, the scientists... Well, the doctors <laughs> and the scientists who took the biopsy from Frost's body couldn't identify the chemicals in his system. So right. in other words, it may not be alien, but it's certainly fucking top it's secret. Yeah. The case was eventually thrown out because the government classified everything it could about Area 51. But I watched right. a, a bit of a documentary on this, and the lawyer who was defending them, who was doing the prosecution side for that, the judge is like, you know, looking at him saying, look, they just want to admit the base is there, you've got to help yeah. me out. I want to help, I want to listen to your case, but if they won't admit there's a facility, I can't do anything. And the lawyer's like, I can take you to a mountaintop and we can look down at the base, judge. It's in the, you know, you better see it. I can take you there. He's like, oh, they want to admit it exists. Mm. And the case got thrown out. Mm. However, in 2013, the government released histories of the U-2 and Blackbird aircraft that mentioned Area 51. Three Blackbirds were sent out, basically the passages that three Blackbirds were sent out from Area 51 to, um, uh, oh God, somewhere near Vietnam, it was the spying in the Vietnam War. Oh yeah. So they were sent to some, some island where they could take off, refuel, go and spy on Vietnam. Okay. So it's de facto recognition at least, but they still routinely deny the base exists. Okay. Well, then we've got to, is Area 51 a, uh, and you'll like this acronym, Gaz. Okay. It's a, is it a dumb? Ah. A deep underground military base? Dumb, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it could be dumb to believe in it. We don't know, do we? I mean, apparently all these things are linked and there's lots of them around. You could, I'll guarantee you that Area 51 is a, a lot of it's underground. What you see on the surface is probably a mock-up, isn't it? Yeah. Just for camouflage purposes. Yeah, because you don't want Russian spells to, you know, use a satellite or whatever, just take some pictures of your nice new super-secret jet planes. Exactly. Yeah. This is it. And I, the, I think it's most likely, isn't it, without jumping ahead, getting off the fence, it's most likely that some very secret military stuff goes on there, but with, like, just... Less exciting than all these stories, just new war planes. Yeah, pretty much. They really be, don't want yeah. anyone to see. That's it, but the thing is that the Russians and the Americans do overfly each other's bases. They're allowed mm. to, it's an open skies treaty, so it's like, yeah, we're not hiding anything mm. too bad. Interestingly, that was the Russians did it recently, actually, a couple of weeks ago, and it was their first flyover of the year. The Americans already done three over Russia. Are they like when the. Um, 
the red arrows do a flyover, and they like draw a nice picture in the sky. No, there's no red, the white, and blue vapor trails and uh, all that. No. reconnaissance missions. Hey, I was at a festival, with, a dance music festival. I wasn't there by choice. I was working there, but on my sort of day off, I, I, you know, I went in Rome. Took some ecstasy. Let's just raved. say yes. Incredibly high and loved up listening to all this trashy music and the, the Red Arrows did a, a flyover and the last thing they did was draw a big giant love heart in the sky and I remember looking up at the Aww. bit off my tits on ecstasy thinking oh life is so amazing <laughs> yeah oh, it was the days. come down the following day when you had to work in the storm you know probably wished I was dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah for, for mm. about four or five days afterwards usually wow. <laughs> nah, not that long sometimes Anyway, yes, those days are gone. I don't know. They may come back soon, who knows? Yeah, I was thinking today, like, it was a very normal domestic day. I'd spent a day doing housework, basically. And it popped into my head more than once, just like, oh, what have I become? <laughs> <laughs> I was snorting coke out of goat's anus a year ago. <laughs> uh, they used to call me the machine, literally, because I could just... Take all the drugs. <laughs> uh, and now you're a near husband and father. You're a machine, Shag, you're a machine. I know, I know. Just, I mean, my liver doesn't work anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gone. I get the night sweats pretty regularly, but everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, There's fine. no lasting damage from those years, of course. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Flashbacks. Uh, <laughs> you were there, man. <laughs> you were there on that entire bag of coke, man. <laughs> Charlie, don't surf, man. Charlie, don't surf. <laughs> it's so right, you know the old footage where they put a German war helmet in front of him. They're like, <laughs> if you put like a bright, luminous. Curly wig, rave wig, like glow sticks. Who'd you do day to day wearing the high vis? Ah, oh, ponchos, two for a ten. Oh, oh dear, oh, I'm back in the room. Are you okay? I think so. Yeah, dumbs. Apparently, there's a lot of these in America. <laughs> We're gonna lose so many American listeners. Deep underground military bases, <laughs> and they're linked by vast tunnels. Apparently, the t- tunnels are rumored to be so wide you can <laughs> fit two B fifty two bombers in them, wingtip to wingtip. It's like sleepless sausage down an alleyway. <laughs> Look for your sex line. Oh! <laughs> I'll tell you, said that. Oh, no, oh you're attacking guys' <laughs> penis size. There we go. <laughs> My majestic Nordic penis. <laughs> That's the next song I'm writing. <laughs> you told you Benji, I, I wouldn't guess. <laughs> majestic Nordic penis. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna get a chant going for that? Yeah. <laughs> May end up with a slightly uh, niche crowd, though. <laughs> you know, white power people, Kugus Canaris, no, things like that. To do in white yeah, they'll no, jump on aliens. it. They'll jump on it. They will. We look down our noses at them. They'll jump on it immediately. Your song will be getting played. Redneck bands recovering it. By the way, Interdimensional Penis is available on iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> all the sites. Stream it. Oh, and also, just briefly, 
do some research and if you stream the song on Spotify, I will get 0 0.8 pence. Why? Not even one pence, <laughs> 0 0.8 pence. Wow. So let's go mental, let's go <laughs> mad and round it up to a penny. If you stream the song a hundred times, in theory, I should get a pound. Yeah. So I thought to myself, well, I've discovered it. I'm going to game the system. I could just set up a laptop and just put the song on repeat and stream it constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I did some mathematics, which isn't, isn't my strong point, but to stream the song a hundred times would take approximately 5.8 hours. <laughs> right. To earn one pound. <laughs> yeah, you're probably costing more I'm not sure, yeah, I'm not sure how much the electricity would cost and the internet and all that. <laughs> Depends how long the battery in your laptop lasts. Yes. So what I'm saying is, I'm going to stick with the van driving and the paint setting <laughs> for now. But you get your phone going. <laughs> yeah. You know your your tablet your going. Yeah, laptop. Yeah. You have three devices at least playing yeah. it until the battery. The dies. owner's phone, laptop. There you go. Yeah. Ask the neighbours. Yeah. Until the battery dies. <laughs> And then charge everything back up. I could earn like two, three quid. Yeah. Twenty four seven around Gaz's street. <laughs> I get raided by the police because there's an unusual drain on the system. I think I've got to grow up. Where's the weed? I'm just streaming this song. No point, no pence I get for this. I mean, to five quid. I'm at two pound fifty a week, and you've just fucking cost me that by smashing the door in. You've ruined the operation. <laughs> Fuck the police! <laughs> oh well. Oh, so anyway, them tunnels are huge. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> but what puzzles me about all this, right? Unless mm. you've got some kind of alien disintegrating ray to make these tunnels. Right. That's a lot of earth you're digging out and taking back to the surface, isn't it? It is, yeah. What are you doing with all that? Can yeah. I say, oh, look at that mountain that's just appeared. Well, yeah. It's secret in it, so we're not going to see the mountain of dirt, are we? That they, I mean, the air came slowly, aren't they? That's well, knowing us humans, we just chuck it through a fucking stargate. Don't yeah. oh, <laughs> give a fuck where it's like, oh, intergalactic the... fly tipping. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, isn't it? If it's a stargate, then yeah. All right, stargate. Yeah, don't in the stargate. Just Sneak. dumper trucks driving up to it, just tipping <laughs> it through. So it's like your first day at Area 51. Oh, what do I do with my empty coffee cup? <laughs> Through the stargate. <laughs> Which dimension is this? Play lucky dip. Oh, dimension seventy-four C. We don't know. We know some jokers going to take a shit to the stargate. Yeah. I'm afraid I had an accident last night and I pissed myself, so I've got a pissy mattress. I need to get rid of stargate. Imagine getting pissed up at the party, activating the stargate, just taking a piss through it, causing causing an interdimensional war. And then your mate nudges you through. How do I get back? <laughs> I've been coming in my own piss. You don't, you cunt. Yeah. the April Fools. You just land on the planet in a puddle of your own piss. <laughs> oh. And human fucking trash. Yeah. 50 years of employees of Area 51 just slinging their and shit. And the aliens are like, clean that up. Or we're going to kill you. And I noticed. And eat you. I, oh, shit. I see a lot. Forever of Dump slave. <laughs> They're still throwing stuff through, we yeah. can't tell them not to. You'll be the human Wally. <laughs> I see a lot of fly tipping, not actually happening, I see the results of fly tipping on my job, and there is always some sort of plastic children's garden toy. And it's always one of yeah. those. <laughs> or a slide. And a mattress. <laughs> it's always a mattress. Always some sort of yeah, slide type thing that. I don't know. Oh. 
Sometimes a bag of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, did we ever... No, that wasn't on the page, that was my page. That was on, but... We did talk about it, though. Yeah, found a bag of dicks at the side of the road, ladies and gents. It was highly amusing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, aliens. Let's, um, let's just make... Let's, we're going to come to a conclusion now. Okay. Right, so let me just say, do you think now the A51 is so successful as a false flag that very little goes on there anymore? And they've actually moved their operations so everyone thinks he's right past an Air Force base. Because mm. everyone's just looking at Area 51. Well, isn't it under Denver Airport? Or allegedly under Denver Airport. Mm. But I love how Denver Airport has completely embraced the conspiracy now. Have you seen? They've got like lizard yeah. statues and like they? they use it in their advertising Brilliant. slogans and stuff. They're totally embracing the. So like, good, the Illuminati flies in yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Come see our lizard statue. If it's good enough for the elites. <laughs> yeah. If it's good enough for 1%, it's good enough for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see what you're saying, but I think they're, they're that brass and about it. They keep it there. Because they know who no one's ever going to see it. I mean, things a lot of people see stuff around yeah, that base. You know, the black mail, the, 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 you know, the black mailbox. It's just this post box in the middle of fucking nowhere on this road. But this way, you get apparently the best views of these dancing lights over the base in the sky. All right. And yeah, there's a lot of footage being filmed from this mailbox, and there are dancing lights over the sky do, doing stuff that our aircraft shouldn't be able to do. Isn't is that alien tech, or are we just actually more ahead than we were? Let on? I mean, we've got to be more ahead than we're told. Of course, we? we have. Like the army had like sat nav in like the nineties. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, satellite uh, phones, satellite navs, GPS. It takes all that time for it to become into mainstream, like general public availability. So yeah, they're, they're going to have stuff that that we don't, we can't, that we know nothing about. I think there's a strong possibility. That it's just a because you've got to test your new stuff somewhere, haven't you? You've got to build it in secret. It's just common sense, isn't it? Yeah, you're not gonna um, do it on the streets of New York. Hey, yeah, look exactly. chat. yeah, so you've got to have somewhere secret to do that. And isn't there? Am I right in saying? I don't know if I dreamt this or I've seen it on YouTube somewhere that if you actually go up to the fence, it won't be long before people turn up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, see you off. The um, the the white um, pickup truck with the black body armored uniform. Oh yeah, turn off that reminds me. I did look earlier. Back to what we discussed right at the start. Slight tangent, but wearing black. Technically, white does reflect heat, but black absorbs way more of it, so it would keep you cooler. The only problem is, also keeps in the heat from your own body in a way, because it absorbs that too, so... You're basically cooking it in an oven. Yeah, but there's yeah. got to be a reason. Look, why do those women, and, you know, why are they wearing those big, long, black things and they're absolutely fine? It's and it's because like they've got underneath as well. It's, like, aerated, if you know yeah, what well, I mean. They've got nothing on. You're not, you're not in combat shirt and, yeah, black, and, say, and body armour, yeah, are you? You'll definitely be cooler in a burqa with, like, hardly anything underneath than you would be in a pair of jeans, let's say. Black jeans. Yeah. Or a black Iron Maiden T-shirt. Isn't a polar blair gone? A polar bear got black skin. I don't know. I'm not. No idea. I'm not t- judgmental, Michael. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'll you call it a polar Blair. Polar Blair. Oh, yeah. Blair. Tony Blair. They're from the North Pole. Ew, that's the shittest superhero ever. Tony Blair. Tony Polar Blair. Oh fuck. <laughs> Tony Blair, who transforms into a polar bear. Yeah, an angry polar bear. Yeah. With a massive cheesy grin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you reckon then? Area Fifty One. I mean, I'm. Could I eat a psyop, couldn't it? I think it's, I think uh, let Bob Lazar come out and say all this and see what the reaction to it would be. Because I'd like to, I think that the CIA and FBI people like that, the intelligence agencies, 
they let these conspiracy theories grow because it puts people off the scent of what the actual. Tr- oh yeah, let everyone believe that it's fucking Bob Lazar, where that bullshit he's making up. Actually, we have to just sort of finalise Bob Lazar, really. So, what do you think of him? Before we do everything, what do you think of Bob Lazar? I mean, none of the no universities idea. he says he went to. Did they scrub him from history? Well, that's what he says. It's isn't it? what he says, but that's what he says. Couldn't has anyone tried to find? You know, friends and roommates. Yeah, George and... Knapp, the reporter. Yeah. He spoke to colleagues. They wouldn't go on record, but he says off record. He spoke to people said, yeah, he worked. No, I mean, at the uni, did he go... Can you find anyone who was, like, his roommate from uni? Oh, right. I don't says, know about... Yeah, he was here. Yeah, you think his roommate would notice? I used to get high with him. But apparently he says that a lot of people were threatened to say nothing. There's a lot of people to threaten, though, isn't it? Well, I definitely think secret things go on there because it's mm-hmm. a secret place. And I'd love some of those things to be true, and they're definitely... We're not going to know about it, are we, if they're you know, fucking around with Stargates and... No. You know, so... Throwing, throwing the rubbish to uh, them. Unfortunately, I'm, am I on the fence or am I... No, I guess I'm saying I think it's more likely that it's just tested secret military stuff. But I would... There is a big, big part of me that would like to believe all the... Um, the more fantastical things. And I love the idea of there being a bar that's like the cantina from Star Wars. Yeah. That's got to be playing yeah. at all times, of course. Of course. Until someone goes nuts and just glasses the fucking van. <laughs> <laughs> Enough! <laughs> <laughs> Probably really. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my, my position. I'm I, with you guys. I'm on yeah. the fence. I mm. think it's probably more likely there isn't anything. What I think... There might be a, a possibility, however slim. Yeah. I think maybe that Bob Lazar saw something, mm. but perhaps what he saw wasn't exactly what he thinks he saw. So I think he's telling the truth. Yeah. But I think his perception of it is mm. somehow been sort of. You know how we were talking about the other, this is this is related kind of. We were talking on a previous episode about oh it was about Billy Corg. Corgan thinking he'd seen a shapeshifter and we were saying that your mind plays tricks on you and you you think you've seen something but you haven't because your brain's filling in. I was driving along in the middle of nowhere and I was like, oh my God, there's like a, a six foot tall, gorgeous, slim, most sexiest blonde woman I've ever seen stood at the side of the road with a long blonde hair flowing in the wind. This is all in a split second. And then I look again and it's a white bin bag stuck to a fence post. <laughs> flowing in the wind but like for a split second when yeah. I first looked up I saw a fucking gorgeous woman at the side of the road like so maybe Bob saw something that he thinks was something else like could they be messing with power systems and it looked like a stargate you know yeah it looked like anti-grav but it was really just because they were building hovercrafts weren't yeah. they but they weren't working the, on anti-gravity the, the, um, the Avro car mm. was the first kind of flying disc that we made I mean that's back in the 60s the Canadian yeah. Air Force with some money from the US this little flying saucer, and then he got it three foot off the ground and kind of hovered along awkwardly, but it was yeah. powered by two big fans underneath it, and the guy sat in the middle. It was, it was open to the elements. Mm. So what are you? what's your opinion then, Ben, to wrap this up? Well, they definitely tested all the top-secret stuff there, didn't mm. they? The, the U-2, the Blackbird, the Stealth Fighters, Bomber, mm. all that got developed there because it's out the way and no-one sees it. Did that account for a lot of UFO sightings? Absolutely. Guarantee you that. Absolutely. Are there aliens involved? You know my stuff for aliens. Yeah. I like the Einstein... Uh, Einstein... Eisenhower. Yeah, that Story. Is. Maybe we met him. Maybe we got some stuff. It I sucks that he so. didn't do a deal with my people, the Nordics. Well, they wanted that. They wanted too much. Yeah. 
Vrilly's a Nordic, isn't he? I think. Who? Vrilly. No, he's a Pelagian. Oh, Vrilly boy. No, he's a Pelagian. Pelagians are Nordics. Are they? No, it's just another offshoot then. Yeah, so we sort of look at them as a subspecies. <laughs> <laughs> They're not pure. Interesting how the, the, the left wing ones have become the most right wing, isn't it? <laughs> Looking down at the Pelagians. We always become the subspecies. Thing, we become the thing we hate. Do, is it all linked? Nah, probably not. Is it um, a false flag nowadays? I like that. I like mm. that theory that nothing actually really happens anymore. Yeah. It's top top secret. It's quite mundane. Beyond black, as they call it. Ooh. It all happens somewhere else now because they've got that. Oh yeah, look at that place. Keep looking over there. Jingle the keys. Jingle yeah. the keys over Air Fifty One. Look at this. Look at this. And all the, and they just tested all that shit somewhere else. Now I like that. I think that's probably true. Did they test alien stuff there? Yeah, fuck it, why not? Go over there. But I'm with you guys mm. on the fact that they definitely did. Mm. Well, they have. That's proved, isn't it? Yeah. And like you say, in future we'll go more in depth on the the Magic Twelve and the um, yeah their episodes of their own. But well, maybe not Bob Lazar so much. That's pretty much his entire tale, really. Yeah. But definitely um, Majestic Twelve and that treaty. If I can dig some more up on that, okay. the meetings of the aliens. Yeah, I well, don't think Bob Lazar's lying. Let's put it that way. Do you think that maybe he just saw a really experimental aircraft that is disc shaped, and it might be slightly. Could be. You know, mm. it's probably going to apply to our sort of laws of physics on Earth. And so it's, it might have been sort of more, so it might have been disc shaped, but there might have been a conventional cockpit and stuff built in, but his brain just went, oh, flying saucer. Yeah, and to be more, be. Um, to, to make yourself sound more legit, he didn't want to admit that, oh yeah, the reason I was there was to install a security camera. Yeah, for the, 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 the scientist. For the like. sex workers in the area yeah. to one drop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and Sam's place. They need some I'm CCTV. willing to bet that yeah, there probably is a brothel What he was there. saying there, mm. maybe that was the theory. Yeah. It wasn't actually put into practice. What he saw was something different. Do you know what I mean? He's put two and two together. Oh, hang on. I was working on that theory about antimatter. They've done it. Look, they've done it. Go, you've got the page there for the, um, how the, the propulsion system works and all that. Mm. The thing is, it's very easy to make something up like that because it all works perfectly. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent, hundred percent, and this this does that, and there's no no heat spillage over because that's converted to this. Yeah. It's brilliant how he came up with it, though, isn't it? If he if he oh, made yeah. it, like, I, mean, I think he's definitely got some well, kind of scientific. Background. I think that perhaps that was something theoretical they were working on, and maybe he put two and two together. Yeah. Oh, that's doing that. Therefore, it must be what we're working on, but perhaps it wasn't. I don't know. No, I. I think he's, or he could pretend the truth. Who knows? He could be. Knows. But do you think he'd be suicided by now? I mean, once they go public, they don't tend, they don't tend to be suicided as often. Whatever happened to him? He's still alive. He's yeah. walking around. He's got that. He's got that company fixing gyro counters now. <laughs> Trust me. I used to <laughs> Honest Bob Lazar. <laughs> Honest Bob I'll fix your radiation <laughs> counter for you. I used oh, to work no. on spaceships, <laughs> alien ones. Yeah, I, I I don't know about him so much, but I like the other guy Dan Borish and the Looking Glass. Well, the time travel one. Yeah, well they apparently do that there. I mean, if you don't do it anywhere, it might as well be there, aren't it? Or Montauk. Yeah, again, it's um, a very very elaborate lie if it is one. It is, but the thing is, I mean, what's has anyone scientific come out and said no, that's bullshit? And the answer is that is. Well, probably yes, but also probably no. I imagine like, most would just ignore it. And just yeah, think, so they, any giving it any cred, credence would be uh, sort of almost endorsing it in a way. Oh, look at him, he's in the establishment, he's saying that's wrong. Yeah, maybe that's it. I'll go for stuff that was developed there, like, it is true, they test top... 
I'll go for the aliens too because it's my I think. Of course you are. Right then, I think that's uh, yeah. That was fun. There was definitely yeah. some uh, interesting stuff there. Yeah. One thing I want to add is that the U.S. government have never denied or confirmed any UFO activity. Well, they haven't, uh, do they have they? No, no, they haven't. Um, they've never said it's, no, don't be stupid, or, yeah, we've got that. Mm. So, there you go. Aliens. I can neither confirm nor deny. I love that phrase. <laughs> so, let's finish on oh, some weird God. news and for Alex. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Flashback to our last Christmas episode. Did Jim fix it? Jill Dando knew too much about Jimmy Savile, claims BBC Insider. Jill Dando was a TV star in this country who was murdered on her own doorstep. I remember it, yeah. She reportedly knew too much about the paedophile ring at the BBC and tried to alert her BBC bosses in the mid-90s, it has been claimed. Dando, 37, who was shot dead outside her North London home in 1999, is said to have attempted to alert BBC bigwigs of the now infamous pedo ring operating inside the BBC and knew of big-name stars caught up in the scandal, claimed a former colleague. The Express reported that BBC bosses, quote, didn't want to know, according to the source, as a new documentary set to air on the BBC. Hmm. Mm. Well, I actually went down the rabbit hole on Jill Dando not that long ago mm. on YouTube, and there's... Apparently some connection to the... Remember the bombings that were happening at the time? Some guy was doing pub... Oh, God, yeah, the gay pub bombings. Yeah, 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 nail bombs. That's it, yeah. And there's this really interesting footage. I can't remember what she said. Remember when the way they would do Crime Watch, which for the international listeners was a, a TV show where they would go live on TV and um, give details of crimes and people would phone in with tips and what you call them, lines of inquiry. And, yeah. And there's this footage of her. She says something... And there's a police chief stood right next to her and you see him just fucking stare at her like, what the fuck is she? Like, she oh, shouldn't right. be saying that. And then you see him desperately looking around and, yeah, it's, uh, something dodgy was going on there. I don't I don't believe the crazed fan theory. No, I don't go for that. There was definitely... A, I mean, she presented crime watch, as yeah. you say. It was She heard something she shouldn't have heard, is my opinion. Mm, definitely. So, um, so uh, an anonymous source who also worked at the BBC spoke out in 2014 and told the Daily Express that the late Crime Watch host was told how DJs, celebrities and other staff were involved in organised abuse. The source said that no one wanted to know when Jill raised concerns at the ring and other sexual abuse claims at the BBC. Mm. Jill reportedly passed a file to senior BBC management in the mid-90s but it was buried. Quote, in April 1999, Jill was murdered inside her doorstep shocking the nation. A source told the Express, I don't recall the names of all the stars now and don't want to implicate anyone, but Jill said they were surprisingly big names. Well, they could have named Savile. Well, not the time. And it's going to implicate a lot more people as well, isn't it? If you, you know, that's why people kept it hushed, didn't they? Yeah. Source says that I quote, I think she was quite shocked when uh, told about the images of children and the information on how to join this horrible paedophile ring was freely, freely available. Jill said others had complained to her about sexual matters and that some female workmates also claimed they had been groped or assaulted. Nothing had been done and there seemed to be a policy of turning a blind eye. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if this is, is this new news, is it? Or? 
It's the first I've heard of this particular oh, thing, but I mean, you know, I, there's a crazy, I mean, there's lots of theories, but it's, uh, it's the first I've heard about a paedophile ring. The thing is, I've never really looked into the whole Giordano murder too closely. No, but I had heard that it was connected to that. I'll tell you what then, should we pick that for Sunday? Yeah, alright. Go on then. There we go. Sorted. Yeah, we'll look into it. There's a good, a good YouTube docs on there. Alright, uh, good stuff. Who's next then? Scientists find a genetic mutation that makes women feel no pain. Oh god. Well, what about men? Doesn't work on men, don't know. Fuck the patriarchy. Oh man. But I like the patriarchy. You evil cisgendered white male Ben. Check your privilege meter. Seems alright. <laughs> Sorry, I was just being and I just want to say for the, for the record, anybody who describes themselves as woke is clearly a club footed fuck knuckle <laughs> with all the charm, wit, intelligence and philosophical philosophical veracity of a fucking Greg sausage roll. I think you're doing Greg Sussie's roles a disservice. I'm so <laughs> woke. Oh, God. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan, then. No. <laughs> to proclaim you're woke is kind of not woke. Exactly. It's just, it's idiocy. Just don't be a cunt. Treat people nicely. It's really fucking simple. You don't need all these... Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was my little rant for the week. <laughs> Putting woke in the reggae box, Ben. Fair enough. Bang it in. Yep. Room 101. No, no, no. Reggae box. For legal reasons, yeah. it's definitely called the reggae box. That's the one. And it's completely <laughs> it conceptually different. And from, completely original. From Room 101. Yeah. <laughs> completely original. <laughs> Just like you. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Doctors have identified a new mutation in a woman who is barely able to feel pain or stress after a surgeon who was baffled by her recovery from an operation referred her for genetic testing. I like that. Hey, you had an operation, you healed up really quick and didn't seem to suffer much pain. Send her for genetic testing! I suspect you're Wolverine! <laughs> Get her on that slab, cut her open. <laughs> Take her jeans! Uh, will, will I survive the process? No! Fuck no! <laughs> Are we going to hack open your chest Chop her down, the chainsaw! <laughs> <laughs> Just how autopsies work. <laughs> so I was led to believe they work. <laughs> Chainsaws and straps. <laughs> Crowbars. <laughs> get that chest cavity open. And let's have a gander. If anyone can tell me a better way to get a chest cavity open than a chainsaw, I'm willing to, willing to exactly. listen. Bone saw? Well, that's just being pedantic now. <laughs> oh, man. I the bone saw was the penis. Spider-Man, uh, are you ready? Bone saws, ready? Oh, That's a macho man phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Bone saw. I just thought that was for penises. <laughs> the bone saw. What sort of porn do you watch? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go to the extremely sadomasochistic it's, section. It's just getting harder and harder to get off nowadays. You're exposed to that much. That's it. Just have to keep getting more and more graphic. Oh, well. What can you do, eh? <laughs> stop. <laughs> For the love of humanity, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's all legal. <laughs> but is it moral? No. <laughs> That's the kick. Oh, man. Oh, you sin one, but khaki is sin <laughs>
chance. To be yeah, in all fairness, yeah. <laughs> I can pretty much tell you what's going to happen by the end. And spoilers! She's going to look like a plasterer's radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to the muted, pain-free yeah, woman, Mike. Sorry, yeah. yeah, apparently she's got a mutation in a previously unknown gene which scientists believe must play a major role in pain signal, mood and memory. The discovery has boosted hopes of new treatments for chronic pain, which affects millions of people globally. Cameron, a former teacher who lives in Inverness, has experienced broken limbs, cuts and burns, childbirth and numerous surgical operations with little or no need for pain relief. She sometimes leans on the argot and knows about it, not from the pain, but the smell. Oh, Jesus. I'm vegan, so the smell is pretty obvious, she said. Oh, oh, she had to drop that she was a fucking vegan in there, didn't she? Of course she fucking did. I'm there's a vegan. Yeah, well done, love. She says that there's no other burning flesh going on in this house. <laughs> oh, get you. Not only are you a fucking mutant with powers, but you're also better than us because you're a vegan. Well done. Oh, well. I lied to that point. Your farts smell like the inside of hell, now get to fuck. Yeah, I was, I was on her side until she mentioned, had to mention she was a vegan. And me. I'm all for mutants, but I don't want fucking vegan fucking yoga fucking mutants. I don't think it's veganism as such, just don't tell me about it. I bet she's woke. Just don't tell me about it, I don't need to know you're a yeah. vegan, just don't tell me about it. I didn't, I've been talking to you for fucking half an hour and I haven't mentioned fucking hamburgers, have I? That's it. It's all right, I had a cracking burger <laughs> We had two yesterday, actually. We had burgers twice in one day. Nice. My poor colon. That's a good day. But Yeah, it was a good day. Well, I had fish burgers last night. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I, like a, I had a fish finger sandwich. Fish burgers morning. in um, southern fried breadcrumbs. Mm. Oh, all right. Okay, that's piqued my interest more. From Aldi. Ah. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that in the description. Mike loves Aldi's fish burgers. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> <So> do. <laughs> Cooking with Mike. Ah, <laughs> when we get our Patreon up and running, we're going to have to do exclusive videos for donors, so that's going to be, have to be one of the weekly... <laughs> oh, we're cooking yeah. with me, so we're like, I'm going to put this in the other 30 minutes. Cooking with Ben. He's so it. pissed he can't stand up. They just slap something in the microwave. You're going to fucking nuke it for a minute. I'm just going to sit down half here. Half an hour, I'm He's just asleep in the kitchen. The dog's trying to wake <laughs> Half an hour for Gasmart 9. There we go, put the telly on. Right, sit back. And then he wakes up when the fireman's axe comes to the door. Ooh, fireman. <laughs> you get the feeling this minute I've got to plan. <laughs> He's going to take away next time, fuck it. And oh, then well. the end of the show would just be me ordering a pizza off the Domino's app. As long as it goes viral. <laughs> hey, same for the I'm just ordering Nigerian pizza. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ordering pizza from Nigeria and flown over. Well... In a surprising roundabout twist. <laughs> it's all good stuff for you to look forward to, listener. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have Gaz's weekly road rage. <laughs> yeah. Just a highlights of me losing my shit at work. <laughs> uh, it's a beauty, I suppose, of being a, a driver for a living. Not many people, while at work, can scream expletives at the top of their lungs, can they? Without any recourse. Well, unless someone gets out and stabs me. I can't. But, I'm, yes, like, I'm not even going to swear, really. Yeah. I do them. I can shout whatever I want. Well, I can't. I certainly can't tell someone they're a fucking moron, <laughs> which I want to do a lot, but I'm not allowed to. Uh, you can't fucking drive! <laughs> it's very therapeutic. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. I can do with that. Right, sorry, Mike. We're trampling all over your story here. 
But it is not only an inability to sense pain that makes Cameron stand out, she also never panics. She's relentlessly upbeat and in stress and depression tests she scores zero. Apparently. It's the plant-based diet. It must be. I suppose you should put it down to that. But she's more of a superhero than fucking Yuri, isn't she? Well, she's she's on the Avengers team, isn't she? You got Yuri, no mm. pain woman. Right. We're building it slowly. <laughs> I think Rocky had this superpower as well. No, yeah, he didn't he's have any there. extra strength for Endrive, but he could you could just fucking punch him for yeah. twelve hours. Yeah, Homer like, Simpson syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not. Yeah, because he never had much of a guard, did he, Rocky? Yeah, I could do another round. <laughs> Rocky, your face is hanging off. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is my nose okay? I'll fight the big fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got basically so the Avengers team. We've got Yuri and no pain woman so far. Oh, I see why she's done for any pain and shit. Why is that? Okay, apparently there's a mutation that's missing a chunk of DNA. It's a deletion that chopped the front off a nearby previously unknown gene. The scientist named Far Out. Nice. F A A H dash wow. out. The researchers think this new gene works like a volume control of the FAAH gene. Disable it with a mutation like Cameron has, and FAAH falls silent. The upshot is that anandamide, a natural cannabinoid, grows hey. up in the system. She's got twice as much as the general population. So she's just high off her tits yeah. naturally. Uh, well, fast, that's why she doesn't panic, but flash forward 20 years, and they're just going to be doing this on purpose to soldiers, aren't they? Pain-free soldiers who feel happy all the time, but then they might not want to fight. Yeah, especially if they're stoned. It's like uh, like Red Dwarf, where I've mentioned that a lot today, but um, where they, they get split into good versions of themselves and evil versions, and like the good versions are getting shot, and they're like, brother, your weapon appears to discharge by accident <laughs> into my chest. I can only apologise, you know. I'm getting in the way of your bullets. Yeah, that's what the soldiers will be like, and I'm like, fuck, this isn't working. <laughs> but if you could combine, if you could make them super angry and turn off the pain... Yeah. You know. Apparently, in extreme cases of this mutation, patients have been known to bite off parts of their tongue and parts of their fingers because they haven't learned that it's dangerous. Wow. Well, as long as you bite your tongue and you don't feel it, I mean, mm. you want to stop biting your tongue? Well, just because I can't feel pain doesn't mean I'm going to bite my finger off. I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't bite my finger off. I mean, ah. That's cutting your nose off to spite your face, isn't it? Or well, biting, you, biting someone's <laughs> nose off to spite their face. I'm so pissed off. Watch this. Ah! <laughs> it does say when they're, when they're young. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty fucking horrible image. Yeah, isn't it? Is, baby isn't it? biting off its own hand. Yeah. Spitting it out. <laughs> like a stump spurting everywhere. What have you done? He <laughs> 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 wouldn't even be crying, would he? He'd be giggling. <laughs> Blood squirts <laughs> out of it. Demon baby. Fucking <laughs> hell. At that point, no, not knowing there's a mutation, do you A, get the baby to a hospital as soon as possible or assume it's stove been stove by a demon or stove its head in? Stove its head in with a brick. <laughs> the fuck extinguishes <laughs> Demon baby! Demons! <laughs> My baby's possessed! The demon seed! <laughs> it's giggling at its own severed hand. <laughs> it's just eaten and... Yeah. Wow. Chuck it out the window. <laughs> Save yourself. <laughs> Throw yourself at the window, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd certainly need some counselling anyway. I think so. <laughs> uh, Alright then, next one. <laughs> Let's wrap up the weird news. Man tries to board flight naked, saying clothes made him less aerodynamic. <laughs> I'm with him. I'm with him. I should go to fly nude. 
This is from the uh, mirror.co.uk. A man stripped naked before boarding his flight to make himself, quote, more aerodynamic, it has been reported. Footage of the man, aged 38, whose identity has not been revealed, shows him standing naked as he nonchalantly waits his turn to board the Ural Airlines flight at Russia's airport in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> the nude intruder... That'd be a good wrestling name. <laughs> a bit rapey. From parts unknown, the nude intruder. It's a bit rapey. And <laughs> you come running to the ring with a raging heart. <laughs> the other guy jumps out. You're not fucking invading me. You win by count out every time. Yeah. Still, bit rapey. Nude intruder. Bit rapey. Uh, well, the nude intruder himself was then caught by airport staff as he ran onto the jet bridge and was detained by police, the Moscow Times reports. One passenger was quoted by REN TV saying, quote, He shouted that he was naked because clothing impairs the aerodynamics of the body. He flies with more agility when undressed. <laughs> Oh, fuck, Superman doesn't have the same feelings. <laughs> is it a bird? Is it a plane? It's, oh, don't look, kids! <laughs> Super dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Plus, it'd be painful flying at speeds. It's like oh, flapping against you. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. You fly fast enough, I'll go up your arse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that? Well, fuck fuck yourself, yourself Superman! <laughs> All right, I have. <laughs> I'm currently doing it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I suggest some kind of penis hammock. Penis <laughs> <laughs> new. A flight hammock. Yeah. Oh, Jesus! Footage shows the man still completely naked when he is handcuffed. He is first seen kneeling in front of officers in the middle of the corridor. Yeah, when he was kneeling in front of I know how I'll get my way out of this. <laughs> Before he turns sideways and leans his back and legs against the sidewalls. The passenger appears to regret being stopped as he stares blankly ahead. The man, originally from the Russian port city of Yakutsk, that place, didn't show signs of being drunk, witnesses claimed. See, that's, what I, was, that's what I was going to go for, you see. Yeah, He's in drunk. Russia. He's pissed in the vodka a bit early, yeah. hasn't he? It'd be a safe bet, wouldn't it? But yeah. no, it wasn't drunk. Just mental. I like, I like deeply his, disturbed. I like his idea. I should be able to fly nude if I want to. If my kids are on the flight, come well, on. There'd be a nude section and a non-nude section. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, you don't want to make a mistake wondering to... <laughs> you come back to your seat so white as a shit. Are you all right, love? <laughs> So many I'd naked be, I'd, be, men. I'd be in the nude section. <laughs> oh, God, well, with all the big fat businessmen. There wouldn't be any chicks in there at all. There might be. There are sausage fest. It would be literally a sausage party. Yeah, but it's every look as cocks. <laughs> but I'm comfortable. Oh, God, and who's going to clean the seats afterwards? <laughs> well, special seats, wouldn't they? Plastic coverings on. You the plastic coverings on the on the new. It would be made of velour, would they? Yeah, think of all be. the body things it's going to yeah. soak up. Oh, Someone's God. going to sharp themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you only get too relaxed in there with, yeah. with that funny air pressure? Yeah, that's true. Oh, do you need to fart a lot on a plane? No, it's not. <laughs> well, the man is a dick <laughs> so <laughs> I think that concludes I'm, I'm kind of with him for the nude flying I think it will come yeah, but he's not 
The aerodynamics of his personal body doesn't affect how quick he goes in the aeroplane. This bloke could be it's basic science. Yeah, but this bloke could be ripped as fuck. You're gonna argue with him? <laughs> well, they argued with him, all right. Well, the Russian police, yeah. well, our police, when they go, all right, mate, go on. Oh man, go on, you can suck me off. I'll arrest you. Well, yeah, that, I think that concludes the weird news yeah. for this week. And we're gonna play Full Alex, the favourite game show in this lad. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm loco? Basically, the premise is Michael fires a couple of clips of random weirdos or bigots or just general <laughs> lunatics mm -hmm. that he's on the net and then he'll pit them against the arch saint of insanity and patron saint of the show, one of the patron saints of the show, Saint Alex Jones, and we will decide who has gone those full Alex this week? Yeah. It's alright to go a little bit Alex. Mm -hmm. It's alright to go a quarter Alex. It's alright to go a half Alex. It's alright to go three quarters Alex. We should never go full Alex. Mm -hmm. Never. Nope. Especially not on a train. Shut up. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't go full Alex. It yeah. was three quarter Alex. I think there. it was 99%. It wasn't that bad. It was worse than the street the year after. Oh, yeah. I didn't get arrested. <laughs> well, that'll be this year. When do we usually do it? Over summer is our, our uh, annual staff works do, isn't it? Mm. So uh, I wonder if I'll, I will go full Alex this <laughs> year. I'll try not to. Well, anyway. No, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Okay, first up, the prophet Bobby Connor. He's back. He's last back. Week's, oh, last week's winner. Man. Yeah. He's going to prophesy can and he that, win turn that tornado around. Can he win two on the bounce? Can he start a winning streak? Oh, Was well. it just a lucky, you know, what do you call it, beginner's luck against the master himself, Alex? Maybe. Or will Alex reclaim his spot at the top? Ooh, the drama. Yes, well, this video is entitled Demonic Cat and 14-year-old. Wow. Well, this may win. He's a strong contender already. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's just batshit insane, this man. He stopped a, whole, a tornado last week. He <laughs> did, because God told him, if you, if, you, if you don't go up there and prophesy, yeah. I'm going to just turn that pill to an angel of the people, so get on with it, Bobby. Yeah. Wow. Among the stories, <laughs> the sheriff down there, the sheriff at Boulder, Texas, you might could get his, Gary Don Lewis is his name if you want to Google this. Uh, Gary Don came to my office. I passed through First Baptist Church there. And Gary Don, the sheriff there in Bullard, was whiter than a sheet, shaking like a leaf. He said, can you help me? I said, what do you need help about? He said, I want to search a house down here. Had a, I've got a search warrant for every room. He said, Bobby, I started to go into a bedroom. There was a house cat sitting on a pedestal by the door of this bedroom. And the woman said, no, you can't go in there. And he said, yes, I'm going anywhere in this house. I've got a search warrant. He said, Bobby, when I walked by that cat, he said, a lion. A lion could have made more racket than a cat. He said, I jerked out my block. And he said, I told this woman, I'm about to make a lot of racket in this house. He said, but Bobby, I was so scared my back barely would hold my body up. He said, there is something in that cat I can't deal with. He said, can you help me? I said, I'm your man. <laughs> yeah, there's a very cultic person living in that house and has assigned demons in this cat. But anyway, that's, that's, how, that's how I got to go get intimate with the sheriff. And so one day, Assigning demons in his over at White House. Oh, this is 14 years old, weighed less than 100 pounds, tried to kill the principal. 
So the police come to get her, less than 100 pounds, 14 years old, and she take these trained cops and throw them like you'd throw a football. They didn't have tasers or anything like this, and they were about to shoot her, and this sheriff said, no, no, I know a man that can help her. So they threw a cape over like you catch a mad dog, threw a cape over this 14-year-old little girl to try to kill the principal, and now they bring her to my office. I'm sitting in my office. Come with me. I'm sitting in my office. I'm sitting behind the desk like that. They bring her in. There's a whole row of police there. They're scared spitless. She's sitting in a chair like that with a cape around her like you catch a wild dog, and she's gyrating up and down like this, and she's she's humming and quoting, I got the power. I got the power. And I'm looking down the Lord said, don't even look at her. She's chanting, I got the power. Then after about, I guess, 10 minutes. By the said, power of grace, God. That's lasting is the blood of Jesus. I looked at her and I said, the only power that's lasting is the blood of Jesus. When I said that, it knocked her up out of the chair, all the way up like this. She does a flip and falls just like that. The net's off of her. But now she's a little 14-year-old girl squealing and squalling. Those policemen were ash white. Listen. They knew what they had, couldn't handle what she had. See? Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But it saved a little girl's life. Yeah. But you say, well, listen, Bobby, I don't want to run anything like that. Well, don't worry, you won't. Because it's complete fucking fabrication. Yes. And I give Miss Jew is a fantastic storyteller. He's got yeah. a nice little southern accent going on. It's... Yeah, I could listen to him for a couple yeah. of hours. I so could I. Because I'm just. I know it's, it's bullshit. I know it's bullshit, but these people are fucking buying that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the ball to stand there and tell this. I mean, you got for a start. I refuse to believe that Sheriff Jerry Don just wouldn't have shot the cat. <laughs> I refuse Basically, to believe that. The sheriff. They'll shoot so a dog for barking at him. They want to shoot a cat turned into a lion. Bollocks. He, he just shot him. He was so embarrassed that the cat meowed and shitting up that much that he had to, like, why are you so scared of the cat, officer? We fucking turned a demon lion. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I'm not a pussy. Not like that cat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Demon cat. What was it? Fucking Captain Marvel's cat. <laughs> Goose. No. Well, that was. Fairly strong. Fairly strong. Not as strong as last week. No, no, but I think still on the bullshit meter, mm. it's ranking high for me. It does sound like a in scene. Fact, it sounds like a scene yeah. from like a Stephen King, like you know, Southern America, some yeah, uh, does, possessed girl. They drag her in. You know, local sheriff drags her into the priest's office. Yeah, I'm a bit concerned as why well she has the. I have the power. <laughs> <laughs> Do, 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 there is the possibility she just lost a lot of He-Man She just thinks she's She-Ra. I think that um, my bullshit meter just exploded. <laughs> Here's what I think. Well, that was a strong start. Who's next, Mike? Next up is Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, fuck. He's, oh, Christ almighty. He says that daylight saving time is so dumb. Well... Or does he say? D -d 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 <laughs> oh, how this man has any kind of platform is beyond me. How this man has more of a fucking reach than us is, is beyond me. He fucking talks like Droopy D. Oh, it's not even that. What he just says is fucking bollocks. Yeah, he talks uh, like the shit. Do you know when he told that bloke to like, leave your missus because the kid's not yours? <laughs> yeah, but I know you've looked after her for five years, but yeah, leave her. Fuck it. Fuck him. It's called oh, a more fucking army. And it, even worse than that, he was like, because the, the kid was a child of rape. Oh, teacher that um, her real father is actually, you know, you know give him another chance. <laughs> it's only a bit of rape. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this guy, I hate him already, so yeah. come on then. Let's go on, let's see what this twat's got to say. Cunt! 
You know what happened in California? I don't know if this happened to somewhere else or not. Uh, the time went up over the weekend. An hour up, forward. And so I, I was trying to figure out. <laughs> Did you know if it happened anywhere does else? Does that mean I'm losing? Am I doing a losing an hour of sleep? Anyway? Yep. Losing an hour. I'm losing an hour. I can't really tell yet because I wake up early anyway. And so right now it would be 5 o'clock. 5.05 rather than 6.05. Right. Isn't that amazing? We have other <laughs> people running our country and our state. And to be moving the time back and forward like that is pretty dumb. And it's so not, though, forgive us. We know not what we do. It's amazing. Does this man understand farming and like, you know, having an extra hour of sunlight is fucking helps the economy and fucking... Well, There's definitely a reason for doing it. Well, you, you said, when are they going to get rid of it? <coughs> yeah, apparently they want to get rid of it, yeah. want to get rid of it. I mean, it's a throwback to the war, basically. Yeah. Second World War, we decided that in the winter we're going to take our cocks back, so... But in the summer, when the harvest is on, you've got the extra hour. You've got to balance it out. You've got an extra yeah. hour of daylight where they can't bomb you because you're getting the harvest in. It makes perfect sense to me. It's not that difficult to wrap your head around. Winter time, would you rather have an hour extra of daylight in the evening? Yes, I would. Would you rather have an hour extra of daylight in the mornings during summer? Yes, yes, I would. Yeah. It's fairly straightforward to me. It's not that hard to get your head around. Your phone does it for you. Automatically. Automatically. Well, you, the the one in the car, car is... would be wrong for six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you had to remember that, didn't you? Yeah. The oven will just never be right. Yeah, I know, I, I can do the oven. The oh. oven's not too. Uh, okay. I can do the oven. I switch well. it off at the. The power that resets itself, uh, so I don't, I don't bother with the, the time right. Well, he thinks it's some time move up. I've never heard it described as that. An hour forward or an hour back. No, it goes an hour up or an hour down. I, I, I get like, up early anyway, so it doesn't bother me. You know. He's acting like he's never heard of it before. <laughs> he's not a young man. man no, this man's got to be like, I don't know. In his late 50s, at least, hasn't he? Oh, I think he's been knocked on the head, personally. I think he was dropped to birth. He fell down the stairs much. or something. Fuck it. Yeah. I, I don't think he's beating um, that wasn't particularly Bobby Connor yet, though. Yeah, it wasn't mental, it was just really, really stupid. So, next up, the reigning, defending, undisputed... He's not the reigning, because Bobby Connors oh, took it off him last week. He won one week, but come on, in the grand scheme of things... Oh, well, yeah. Well, Alex Jones is the daddy. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was... I'm, I'm oh, Bobby, Bobby if this was a league, around. if it was like... Oh, yeah, Alex, Alex is, is Man City. He's, Liverpool at this point, he's sorry. He's top of the league. What's he on about this week, mate? Alex Jones explains being a square. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was hip to be square. <laughs> what did no one tell me? Most of us that are square have not been square at some point and figured out it's a lot better being square than being twisted. Being a drug addict, or being a pervert, or being a weirdo, or being a criminal. Yeah, you're damn right I'm square. I'm squared away pretty good. I'm not perfect. I want to get squared away more. What's squared away mean? It just goes back to old naval terms. It means you got your crap together. And you got everything where it's supposed to be. You know what's going on. You got your head screwed on straight! <laughs> but they want your head all screwed on crooked, because the globalist... Oh. Want to sell us a massive total bill of goods? Well, oh, Bobby Connor's got it for me. 
I think Alex's performance is great, <laughs> and he did go. He did set. He kind of went half Alex. So I've seen him go nuts. Maybe three quarters, Alex. He, he went did there. go full Alex for like three it's seconds. Just the other. Let's go, For the listener, he did an incredible physical. Like he wobbled his head like a psycho. <laughs> I'm talking on Bobby. I'm oh, going Bobby. Man. I think reluctantly, I've I've got to give Bobby two weeks in a row. Makes it interesting for next week, doesn't it? It does, can you maintain it? Yeah. find another Bubby clip Maybe. Like, for next week. Because, I mean, demonic cats. Yeah. 14-year-old. Possessed 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. That he fixed. That he fixed. With the power of God. God speaks to him all the fucking time as yeah. well. That's the best of it. Close personal friends. Close personal friends. Yeah. What a cock. So, just for sheer insanity and break... I think, I think the word I'm looking for is brazenness. Mm. <laughs> but Brazen he stood bullshit. there completely confident Telling these people who do look, well, actually, it looks like a range of ages there. And like I saw the elderly. I was tempted to say the elderly, but no, there's. It's a pretty hot chick in the front row. <laughs> yeah, she looks alright. So, you know, it's like, well, he's brazenly standing there, just lying. And they're just like, really? What happened next, Bobby? Wow. They put you. So they couldn't. She was throwing those cops around the room like a football. Ben, but sitting, then they put a sheet over it, and she immediately drops to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heavenly sheet, Ben. They're sitting there like this. It's a shroud of fucking cheering. He came on with him at all times. <laughs> did he stab her in the side with the spear of destiny? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like a fire blanket. If you did, wouldn't he? It's like a fire blanket, but it's just it's a possession blanket. That's <laughs> the possession it. blanket. <laughs> Every first aid kit comes out because of the possession blanket. Yeah. <laughs> and they all sat in the front row listening to him like, Arr, 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 yeah, arr, arr, arr. That's the That's why he's winning the three. He's got these people. I mean, there's going to be, I don't know, 50 people there. Can you believe these goddamn people believe that I'm a fucking superhero? Yeah. <laughs> I told them a fucking cat was possessed. <laughs> yeah, it was a lion, really. And look at the beautiful, expensive-looking room that they're in. I bet that's one of them churches that's paid for by all these people. Yeah, absolutely. Audiences. They've probably paid a lot of money to get into that yeah. to even speak as well. Handing so he's over their money to. And him. you know, I wish I could be this brazen. In a way, I want to be. In a way, I want to be an Bobby American, Connor. a televangelist. <laughs> I want to. I want to go over to America as Pastor Ben. Pastor right, Ben. Right, and stand there and just lie my fucking ass off and take these people's money. But because mm. I'm not an absolute twat, I couldn't bring myself to do it. But part of me, one thinks, you know what, Ben? I could do you it. Could, you could have your 27-room mansion, your mega yeah. church, just go out there. <laughs> I could do it. I tried to do it. I wrote a manifesto. Yeah, yeah but you appeared as the wrong... because you keep shitting on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I try and do you're an advert, no. you tell you're trying, to find, you're trying to find a niche. He's got an established market. Yeah. That's the problem with your manifesto. I suppose. It's not very mainstream, is it? <laughs> Except you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Except you're money. a piece of shit and there's nothing in the afterlife. Or, hey... I do miracles every day and yeah. God's will look after when you die. He's offering comfort. Exactly. You? Yeah, yeah, you're not. Okay. I'll go back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. yeah, Bobby's got it. Bobby's got it for me. Not me. Good old Bobby Connor. Do you want to wrap it up, Ben? Right, well, thanks for listening. Please like the Facebook page yes. and leave us a review or a recommendation. That would be um, nice. It would be nice. Not a nasty one, though. We won't read it out. And thank you personally. Rescribe? Uh, Subscribe on uh, YouTube, Apocalypse Bull and Solar Warden Music. We would really appreciate that. Sign up to those two. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is Apocalypse Bull, at Apocalypse Bull. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't drink the Flavor Aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz. Thank you very much. Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Force be with you. Thank you.